Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Surprise.com video games podcast. As always, I'm dead. Joe, today we have Alex. Hello, everybody. And Caveman. Man, it's just hot enough that I might just call it right now. <laughs> that was you, a joke. Don't you fucking dare there, bud. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Come on, it's only 70 degrees up here. Uh, only 70? How? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I'm going to pull up what it is where I am just because, just because fuck you. How is it hotter up where you are? You're because up north. Yeah, because that's how Canada works. It is either it is either like for two seasons of the year, it's fine. Other times, it, it, it and then after that, it is either too hot to do anything or too cold to do anything. Our in between yeah. our in betweens are spring and autumn. That's it. Yeah, it's uh, thirty two degrees up here right now, Celsius. <laughs> It's an even 90 Fahrenheit. Feels uh, like 100. Ah, uh, the humidity. Yeah, it is uh, 27 Celsius here. Um, rounds out to a... Rounds out to rounds around 81. Uh, with a real feel around 30. Yeah. So, neither of you get to bitch. <laughs> oh, I get to bitch. I'm way fatter than you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Especially because I've been losing weight. I haven't been. I was actually going to ask about that today. How how was that going? I guess it's working. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm sloughing off pounds, but that would be an unhealthy way to lose weight. Yeah. Uh, I've been trying to, but my body is at a point where I can't do anything more than old man exercises. Hey, every step is a start. Yeah, every step hurts my back and shins. I was I can't going w- to, but then the lockdown happened. I can't I walk like, more well, than two blocks is. without being in excruciating pain. Yeah, that's, that's not good. Yep. Then start off by walking one block. You might you might wanna you might wanna start walking some blocks there to get better that. I have started looking into. I've started looking investing into an under my desk, uh, like into an under my desk stationary pedaling station. See, that's a good step. Is that way I can low impactly train my legs to be used to moving. I live a very stationary life. In case you can tell, the word you're looking for is sedentary. Sedentary, stationary. Stationary tracks too because I also don't move a lot. Like at all, I have. Like I don't like y- y'all got fucking like some of you motherfuckers got like laptops or whatever. Like move around. Like yeah, I'm gonna sit over here and do this. I'm gonna sit over here and do this. No, I sit in the exact same spot and don't move for 15 hours a day. Jesus, I sit in my battle station. Yes, my battle station made up of a chair I got from my aunt and a fit a fucking ten dollar folding table. And a curtain. Big ass fucking curtain I stapled to my ceiling. A curtain of nebulous origin. Why did you staple Amazon? it to your ceiling? A curtain is for a window. Uh, a window not this curtain. This curtain's 15 feet. It's a feet. noise curtain. This, yeah, this curtain's 15 feet long. Oh. It's a noise curtain, my friend. Yes, it's to... So that when his neighbor mows his lawn, he doesn't have to hear it. <laughs> 
Well, I still have to hear that. It's just now when I yell and about delay it. the recording. Yeah, it's just now when I it's just now when I yell about my neighbor mowing his lawn, it doesn't echo as much. <laughs> but anywho, mowing lawns and complaining about temperatures aside, we've been playing video games. Let's start with Alex's Japan game because we know that he's <laughs> played something Japanese uh, in recent memory. Well, from that, uh, from no, that groan no. you did, Cave, I assumed that you hadn't played anything and was were offended at the, at the idea that you played something. No, I played something. I got a whole new system. Oh, well, hey, no. well, I think he already volunteered for you to go first. So, yes, he did. But it's my show, so Cave. <laughs> Okay. Um, so <laughs> about three, four months ago, I got my tax refund. My wife spent hers on like plague doctor costume. Oh God. Uh, oh no. Really? <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't know, that brings back bad memories for us. Just <laughs> <laughs> <is> non flashbacks. <laughs> hey, redactor. Does she go? Does she go around announcing she's a plague doctor to people who don't know what that means? No, uh, she's actually sane and rational. <laughs> well, she married uh, you. Yeah, I know. It's a it's a point against her being sane and rational, but she is. I promise. Um, but no. Uh, and I said I'm going to spend mine on a VR headset, and nowhere had VR headsets. That that attracts. Yeah. Like the moment I'm like, I've got the money, I'm doing it. I'm following this gaming dream that I've had for years and couldn't buy one. (laughs) So here we are months later and we go to Best Buy because my wife wants to get herself a tablet for drawing on. And I see the Oculus Quest display and I'm like, oh my God, do you guys have Oculus Quests? And the guy's like, no, but we're going to be getting in some soon. You could pre-order it. And I'm like... I don't really like doing that kind of stuff. And then like you, we go over to order her laptop and uh, not her laptop, her iPad, because we're like, we're just going to get the, we're going to get the iPad because it's cheaper here. Um, and he's like, yeah, you, we can order you an Oculus quest too. And I'm like, honey, tell me not to get it. And she's like, all right, put it on the order. <laughs> Cause it's like, it was like $400. It was $400 to get this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah they're, not, they're not cheap. They're not. not cheap to get into VR. No. Um, it's gotten cheaper, but it's still like, you know, And I'm annoyed because my Oculus Quest doesn't easily hook up to my uh, Steam, so I'm trying to figure out how to get it to do that so that I can play some Steam VR games because the Quest's library is very limited. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, VR, I... I probably... I've I've felt the urge to get into it just because it's my job. it's, It's such good cardio. Like, it is such good cardio. I'm standing there. I'm actively having to move in order to do things. I got God. the Vader Immortal demo and then played, just bought the whole, uh, the first episode so I could play through it because I love Star Wars. So is that a um, game or an experience? It's both. <laughs> like okay, so the actual I- game, like the storyline game is really short and you don't do much. It's mostly standing around looking at shit. So it's an experience. Um, yeah, but then they have the uh, lightsaber training dojo where you actively like use a lightsaber to 
uh, like spar against droid, like those little sphere things that uh, <coughs> Obi Wan put Luke up against during his early days. So you get to train against those, and that's fun. Um, and like, it's also a pain in the ass because they're really annoying. It's really annoying to get a good score in that because oh, getting yeah, hit imagine. once reduces your score. Like anytime you get hit, you lose a point, yeah. and there's only like three points. <laughs> yeah, I saw um, the Ninja Turtles Connect game. I think I know how this goes. Yeah, it was. It's really annoying, but I'm actually getting pretty decent. The main issue is I'm approaching it as fencing, which means I am better at all of the fighting except for the blocking of blaster bolts, and that's a yeah, really I big thing. I don't think they teach that in fencing. Yeah, they like. Yeah, they, they don't put you up. Against, they don't put you up in a paintball course and say, "All right, come out clean." All right, now I'm going to start shooting paintballs at you, and you're going to deflect it movie style. Yeah, imagine if they did though. That'd be Good so luck. badass. Remember, every third paintball is filled with pepper spray. <laughs> um, but I'm having an absolute blast. Uh, my father-in-law's having an absolute blast. My wife played a little bit on it, and she enjoyed what she played of it. Uh, my boy Birdie came over and cut his hand open. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so, that's re- that's really realistic VR. I've got a very low ceiling in the room that I do my VR in because it's the only space I have that I can do my VR in. Um, so, like, whenever I'm giving it to someone to try, I'm like, all right, don't put your hands too high because you could punch the light or punch the ceiling fan, both of which hurt. Trust me, I've experienced it firsthand. I thought it was just the game is so realistic that, like, if you get hit, oh, no, it cuts your actual hand. Yeah, a small, a small knife comes out of the Quest controller. <laughs> <laughs> um and birdie took this to me okay i should reach above my head to throw a paper airplane and he threw it so hard that he broke the cover on my light and had to get stitches nice <laughs> like, <laughs> so and like this was our like we're gonna get drunk and hang out evening so we didn't get drunk because i didn't want him to bleed out so i'm guessing i shouldn't come hang out with you then or i'm gonna get hurt probably <laughs> well not just wait like Wait until he either moves the ceiling fan out of the VR room. That's not going to happen. It get way too fucking hot in there. <laughs> there are other fan options than a ceiling fan. Nah. Also, I'm not good with electrics, so like, just I wouldn't. I wouldn't like, do that. I just, like, I get that. You, I get that VR needs a lot of space. You couldn't have found a space that didn't have a ceiling fan within punching range. I live in the south. That Every means room has nothing a to me. Fan. Every room has a ceiling fan in the South because that's how old houses used to circulate air and keep everybody from dying of, of heat exhaustion. Well now, well, now we have box fans. Yeah. Well, the problem there is it's also not my house. I'm currently living with my father-in-law, which means I can't do that kind of drastic modification. Um, also, I wouldn't because I'm not punching the ceiling fan. <laughs> Like, like it seems a simple enough thing. Don't reach above head level. Even when I can't see my hands, I can stop myself from reaching above head level. But like sometimes the game, something the game says, "Hey, put your hands above your head." Yeah, in which case you don't do that. You just are like, okay, well, I can't play this game anymore. It's like put your um, hands above your head. Sorry, game, it's a hazard over here. Game or the cops. Someone comes to a rescue while playing VR. Put your hands above your head. No, can't do this. Is a ceiling fan. 
<laughs> no, I dropped to my knees and put my hands above my head because I'm not saying no to a cop. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't have a suicidal bone in my body. <laughs> but you attract all those cars. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I have been hit by seven cars. <laughs> I have yet to get hit by a car in VR, actually. I'm looking for a game that'll simulate that experience accurately. Well, it's because they're not going to bother. They're going to be like, well, it's nothing we do in VR can compare to the real thing. Um, I did do skydiving in VR, Ugh. which fucking like, like I was like, I can feel the floor again beneath my feet. This isn't going to, oh God, my vertigo. Oh yeah. It gets, if you at all have any kind of like vertigo, anything, even yeah. like, like VR is VR does enough to get you there. Yeah, I suffer from vertigo, so... Yeah, like, I saw one guy with a vertigo. He was, a. They were doing, like, Google Earth VR. And so, you know, it's the... And and so it's... It's not even a matter of, like, you know, the fidelity of the graphics or whatever. It is the... It is... It gets in... It gets close enough to what you assume reality is. Because, like, Google Earth and their, like, 3D thing... They're not. T- they're not getting like fucking like full on for real three D models of buildings. They they are getting fucking height maps and then laying a flat image over it. So it looks just like yeah. a bunch of lumpy dirt. But this dude, yeah, he, he was. I'm climbing- actually trying to. That's one of the things I'm trying to get uh, up to, uh, uh, like up up and running Google Earth. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, so th- uh, because I want to like go to like the Grand Canyon. I think I think they actually did that too. I think they did. Yeah, I think they went there too. And uh, the the big one they did was they were up there climbing up the Empire State Building. Got to the very top, Ugh. and then the graphic glitched out so that the building disappeared. That wouldn't surprise me. And then, <laughs> and all of a sudden, he just like his his knees immediately buckled. It's like oh fuck. And he just needed to sit down while still playing VR. Yeah, uh, I actually, one of the games I really love is, um, uh, I expect you to die because it's a seated game. Oh, right. That one. No, Mr. Bond. I expect you you to to cry. (laughs) I expect you to cry like the little bitch that you are. I've always wanted to try the game, but I've also wanted to try the game in VR. Um, keep talking and nobody explodes. I have no interest in that game because I have anxiety issues that really get triggered whenever I feel the ur- the hyper-competitive urges. What do you mean competitive? Uh, it's cooperative. I'm competitive against the game. So, you like don't, I start, so, you don't, so I start, why play video games? Because um, <laughs> I don't get competitive against most games. Like, I don't care with most games, but whenever it's like, especially with VR, I get really twitchy. For a second, I thought, I thought you were going to say, I have anxiety issues when people explode. And I was going to say, what <laughs> kind of life do you live there? <laughs> a life in the Honestly, honestly I could probably say that. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, um, uh, another one of the games that I'm en- really enjoying playing is the Vader Immortal game. Because of what you did that. I thought we already went over that. Yeah. But like, I just want to, I just want to say the lightsaber is so much fun when it's, when my hands aren't disappearing behind my body. Well, yeah. Cause it, cause that's essentially just like, like every kid ha- ever has held a stick and gone. 
but now it's just yeah. now it's just you doing that, but it's in your face and it's a fucking lightsaber. No, it's real. I also Almost. drew a penis on the floor with the uh, lightsaber burns. Nice, because I'm juvenile. Did Did you turn off the lightsaber, point it towards your face, and turn it on? Yes. Nice. <laughs> you gotta do that. Yes, yeah. that it's like you? legally required. Does that kill you in the game? Uh no, I have yet to be able to kill myself in a game, which annoys me a little bit. So, so you can't you you can't injure yourself with the lightsaber. As far as I can tell, no. So one of the fun things I saw some people doing is um, like back when VR first started launching, it was a bunch of like seated games, and so what they would like 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 especially like driving games, where they would uh, were like as they were driving, they would stand up, take a step to their right, sit down, and look over at the, where their body is. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of people like so it's a lot of people just kind of like sitting in the passenger seat of their car, watching their body drive the car. Yeah. I'm trying to get it to where I'll be able to uh, stream what I'm playing to my TV so other people can watch me play. Because my wife has been like, I want to see what you guys are doing, but I don't really want to play right now. <laughs> uh, though she actually just came in and texted me if she could borrow the Oculus. And I was like, yeah, it's in there. Go ahead. <laughs> so she's obviously going to go play it right now. <laughs> yeah. So the, the quest, the Oculus quest, that's the one that, the, is that the one that requires like no computer? That is the one that requires no computer, but it does mean that, like, if you have Steam games, you have to, like, like there's some fucky steps that you can do to get it to, to let you use your desktop Steam games. Um, and they've developed a thing called the Oculus Link, which is supposed to, like, help you with, like, connecting it to a computer. But I can't get the Link to work because I think all my computers are too crappy. So next on my list is getting a better computer. <laughs> Um, but I'm also going to be going through a lot of the other options to try and troubleshoot it to see if I can't make it work with either of the computers that I already have. Um, cause if I can, then I'll be able to do steam games like Spider-Man homecoming VR, uh, uh, the rhombus of ruin, um, Google earth. Cause that's not on there. There are like globe trotting experiences on the Oculus, but that's not on there. Google Earth is not on there, which annoys me. Um, but yeah, I'm having an absolute blast with it. Uh, let me see. Uh, I uh, bought Job Simulator. I want Vacation Simulator, but like I wanted to beat Job Simulator first, and I've got a, all of the other alternate bonus modes that you, that I that you can go through to uh, get Job Simulator. Um. What does Vacation Simulator do? Simulate a vacation? Yes. Yes. In the it's same like, manner that Job Simulator does. It's like, hey, it's like, hey, you want to you want to simulate lying on the beach? Sure. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess that's that. Then. Well, um. Uh... <laughs> but Job Simulator is a bit uh, absolute fun. It's obviously tongue in cheek. Um, let me see what else, what other, what other games have I actually bothered playing? Oh, uh, there was one free game that I got, Well, I got two free games. One of them was like this roller coaster game where you ride on roller coasters, but in order to prevent nausea, the blinders are like, it's like you're looking through a motorcycle helmet the entire time. Yeah. Which kind of ruins the experience a little bit. But I'm afraid of going like of like removing the blinders because like I don't I, I already get motion sickness in cars sometimes. So I was just like, let me just uninstall this. 
Epic Roller Coasters. That's the one. Uh, there's also a fishing game called Bait. And anybody who knows me knows that I'm a sucker for fishing games. So I bought, I got that and I beat that already. <laughs> like the main problem I'm having right now is I'm, I'm beating all of my games. Cause I'm, I'm like, I'm like, all right, two, three hour block. Like the battery is long enough to last for a four hour session of playing most of these games. Vader Immortal drains it a little bit faster, but like, it's a bit more of an intense game. Another one that I got was Waltz of the Wizard. Uh, enhanced edition, which is really interesting. You brew potions to make spells, and then you can do like weird effects with those spells. I haven't really gotten into it, so I don't know if there's something beyond just making the spells. But like, even if there isn't, it's just it's been absolute fun. I've also watched Netflix in it, and it's really trippy. Because <laughs> I'll just like, I'm in VR and I'm watching a TV, but it's like I'm watching a TV. No, it's it's the fact that it's a giant TV. It's like, I have always been poor and can't affo- afford a home theater. This is what that feels like. Eh, it's not really worth it, but it's still cool. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, like that that was like the whole that was like one of the ideas with um like VR and then with uh, also with a uh, AR augmented reality. Mhm. I'm just like I'm just like people can just like instead of now having like a, you know, system or whatever you know just you know just like have a box in the corner you put in your goggles and then just the room is your setup mm-hmm. and i could see that happen like i could see that working uh i doubt that that will ever move to that because w- there i have had one severe problem other than a friend cutting their hand open due to vr <laughs> and that problem is yesterday I kept thinking objects weren't real as I reached to pick them up. Like I'd reach out for them and be like, my hand's just going to phase through this as I then would touch the solid object and be like, why am I thinking I'm in VR? Oh, you've gone too, you've okay. Gone too deep. Yeah. You've gone, gone too, too deep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> pretty soon you're going to be fucking pretty soon. We're going to be talking about like beetles on this. Okay. Um, and that, that's really the only issue is, and that's because I, my imagination is very impressionable. Like I can't watch, like I can watch a horror movie right before going to bed, but when I'm watching a video on a horror video game, my brain suddenly like, yeah. And that monster that was in that video is in the closet now. <laughs> and I'm like, really motherfucker? What are we five? And my brain's like, go check. I was going like, to say, no, fuck you. It's say, not real. How old are you again? But no, that's that's my brain. My brain likes to fuck with me. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm like fucking. I'm I'm almost thirty, and I'm still afraid of the dark. Like because because what'll always happen is like like you know those, you know that like a uh, those flashing colors you see when you close your eyes really tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the dark, I see those when my eyes are open. Yeah, I do. I, I get. I see that too. And every and every once in a while, what happens is those images form things that want to kill me. And so it's like, oh, let me just look over here. Oh, I think it wants to kill me. I recognize that as it wants to kill me just for just long enough to be scared. And then my brain's like, oh, no, wait, that's just an image in your head. And then that has been going on forever. How am I the sanest person here? That should be possible. I don't know, man. Uh, well, uh, it's because you don't suffer from anxiety, depression, and suicidal ideation. <laughs> I'm on the spectrum. 
Yeah. Oh, and ADHD. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I, I also have ADHD, but I've never, you know, hallucinated monsters that want to kill me, except that one time I saw, I thought I saw a Viking ghost going to my closet, but I don't talk about that. <laughs> That's just weird, man. You're crazy. So why don't you talk about that? But yeah, because because my imagination is more susceptible, I, I do have to take breaks from my VR now and then. <laughs> because specifically, like, one of the things that happened was, like, I took off the helmet and I was like, man, this is a lot more disappointing than when I went in. <laughs> And by to that I mean I refer reality. I refer to reality. <laughs> How long were you playing? Like four hours. Oh wow! Yeah, no, the battery on the Quest is pretty good. The battery on the Quest is pretty good. And yeah. once I manage to get it hooked up to a computer, like sure, I'll have that tether cable if I use the link. Uh, but then I'll be able to like, I'll be able to play pretty much any game because i'll have steam available to me to buy games through man i want um, i want to see a video of you playing super hot vr that is on my list of things to buy but i want to buy a shooting game first because i like guns and i don't want to have to handle them in real life super hot is a shooting game yeah I, no i mean a game focused on shooting not well, a game with some out. shooting in it that's, that's super su- hot is focused on dodging and that's, like one of the biggest, that's like one of the biggest perks of living down south. Yes, but I'm not a redneck. <laughs> I mean... So enough time out in the sun, your neck will probably get pretty red. No, yeah, it does. It does. You were <laughs> just talking about how badly you burn. Yeah, that's true. I was. Um. So just get a trucker hat and you'll be good. Hell yeah, brother. God, no. God, no, I have self-respect. Thank you very much. No, you don't. You're with us. Hey, just because I'm friends with weirdos doesn't mean I don't have self-respect. Just it means I place my, res- my respect to myself on different things. I am a weirdo. Oh, wait. Um, you would hit by seven cars. <laughs> <laughs> that just means that I have bad luck when it comes to crossing the road. Because it's never in a car. I've never been hit in a car. I've only been hit by cars. <laughs> <laughs> it's just chill. Just I'm so sorry, Blake. I think I hit by a car. So yeah, uh, been playing on the Oculus. It's an absolute blast. Um, given the fact that I was finally able to buy one, that means that they're probably coming out with their next wave of product. So say, yeah, it might be time for people who are interested to look at it because this shit is going to sell out because there are still some places in quarantine. And you don't have you you don't have a VR chat. Uh no, because I don't want to see those horrors. Are you sure you don't want to you don't want to see fucking Serbian piglet kill himself? Exactly. I don't know. I watched a couple videos and I was like, I mean, most most people pick like obvious cute anime characters and you know. Boring stuff like that. But you don't want to have a seventy-five-year-old. You don't want to have a seventy-five-year-old man from Nebraska t- talking to you like an anime girl. Ooh. There was one guy who was walking around as a kaiju. Yeah, and but he was that, literally like fifty feet tall compared to everyone else. Yeah, one thing. But, one thing that I've seen that is a weird like trend. I guess I don't know if the, I don't know if trend is the right word, but there are a number of like YouTubers or like Twitch streamers who will who will like 
body rig themselves up like it's there's like there's like a there are camera programs you can get that will take your webcam data and then use that as motion tracking data for a 3d anime girl yeah i know oh yeah no they're yeah they're called they're called vtubers yeah vtubers okay i knew there was i knew there was a term for it i knew a couple people that do that yeah vtubers and all of them play beat saber yeah beat saber is pretty popular and they do like weird variations of Beat Saber. Like one of them did a one of them did a thing where like the controllers were on either end of like a stick, and they were using it like a fucking like bow staff. Like really, yeah. which it's, was weird. I mean, uh, I know I know a couple people that do that. As far as I know, the ones that do that either aren't actually female in real life. Of course. Or uh, in other cases, they just they're either not very good looking or they don't want to, you know, like have to put on, you know, streamer makeup. Then don't that I mean, I mean, they just they just want to get out of bed in their pajamas and basically put on their rig and be able to entertain their quote, whatever, whatever you call their whatever you call a streamer's fandom. Well, it varies from streamer to streamer, but they're usually just fans. Yeah, and this is anyway. They, so they just want to do that without having to like you know put makeup on and do all that. Because I know one that alternates between VTubing and actually being on camera, depending on how lazy she feels that day. They could they could follow my ingenious strategy of not having a camera. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's how they get most of their fans. By not being themselves. By being an attractive female on camera. So why not just find a picture of an attractive female and go, yeah, that's me. Oh, the go on money is Clarabelle. I mean, that's genius. I should give that a try. <laughs> yeah, that's me. How's it going? Can't you, see how, can't you see how cute I am? My name's Jesse. Why don't you donate? Why don't you donate to my, why don't you donate to my fucking stream? I was actually saying, if, if I, well, I was not saying, but I was thinking to myself, if, if I ever, if I ever did a VTuber thing, I would not be a cute girl. I would be like some kind of supervillain who like constantly insulted everyone they played and or their fan base. Like, yes, yes, donate, do, donate to my, uh, donate to my fund, and I will use it to rule the world, starting with this game. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Uh, there was a there's a program that was out a while back where it, w- it was like it was like the full body thing, but only for faces. And if I would ever do that, it would be that, but it's a skeleton. Yeah, I was hey, yeah, you could be a skeleton, except it's the equipment costs like a thousand dollars. Yeah, or or alternatively. I could do what I do now, which is which is occasionally turn on the stream and have no mic or audio whatsoever. Yeah, entirely because I came up entirely because I came up with a very stupid, very very stupid uh, pun, which is I have no mic and I must stream. <laughs> yep, that's that's about as much a reaction that deserves. I chuckled slightly. Yep, no one else will get that. Like, like, the, like, like the majority of the Twitch audience will not get that. 
really? I thought that was a. Oh yeah, like I'm. I have no mouth. I'm a scream is incre- is very popular among like you know, a lot like, and like you know like, like science fiction circles and stuff. I don't know how popular it is with like the children who watch Twitch. Oh right, this kids. Sometimes I forget. Yeah, like, like yeah, okay, yeah. There there is like a sizable chunk of the audience that is you know us, like people like middle aging people. We're just like yes, I like video games. But a good chunk of them are children. Yeah, I sometimes forget that. I was like, oh, right. Most of these audience are kids. Not like, you know, men, children. Yeah. That's right. Kids play video games. Often I forget because I usually end up playing with people who sound just as old, if not older than I do on the cam. Except for that one kid who's like, yeah, I fragged you. Take that. You just scream a bunch of obscenities. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I finally got my mom's credit card. Anyway. So, Alex, what weird Japanese shit have you been playing? Uh, nothing new. Nothing new. No, no new Japanese things, unfortunately. Um, oh, good. A yeah. rerun. Well, you see, uh, I haven't really had uh, a lot of luck with Getting new stuff lately, so I so I went so I went back to you know how my computer is so bad that it couldn't play that game we were playing without starting to overheat and smoke. Yes. Well, now it's doing that with Fallout New Vegas. Hell yeah, brother! Which didn't happen the last time I played it, so I was like, oh no, it's getting worse. <laughs> the infection is spreading. The infection is spreading. I played it. I was able to play it four months ago. And, uh, you know, it still sounded pretty okay, but I was playing it the other day, and I was like, after five minutes, I was like, why do I hear a jet end? Oh. Why do I keep finding notes in the wasteland that says, kill me? Yeah, it's like... It's like, the, well, the hard, the hard drive sounds like it wants to fly out of the computer. That does not sound like a good thing. That's basically it, yeah. Yeah, I remember that sound. I remember... Uh, when my when one of my drives was dying and they made that sound, and I was so like, "So first off, oh, I, I oh. guess that." So I was like, "So first off, I guess that means I need to get a new computer very soon." Uh, well, you could like just run some fucking tests and see what the actual problem is, and then try to replace the problem. I mean, I'm pretty sure the problem is that the card drive is five years old. We well, could always That's run that old. We well, could always run Crystal Disk Info. What is that? Uh, it is a free utility that will test the health of your drives. Okay, make a make a note to remind me of that when the cast is over. Yes, I will send you a link. Okay. It is a but program that I've sure. been using for years. It does a very good job telling you how healthy your drives are. I'm going to say, can it, but can it actually fix anything? Or is it just going to say, hey, your drive is five years old and is uh, not well, built to last much longer than this? Here's the thing. I have a drive in this computer that's also more than five years old, and it's still running fine. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Five years old is, while it's old, it should still be fine. Yes, I currently have, uh, let's see here, one, two, three, four. I currently have five hard drives in this computer. Wow, that's a lot of... Yes, I have, uh, I have one, um, I have one M.2 SSD... Uh, a Samsung SSD, just kind of regular old SSD, um, a one terabyte Western Digital hard drive, um, an eight terabyte uh, external hard drive, and then a one terabyte external hard drive. 
do you actually need all these drives? How many things do you have on your computer? Uh, yes. So the, so the, so the M.2 drive is my boot drive where I have like all my mainly used programs. Um, the SSD is where I have all of my games, uh, just, just, you know, dedicated game drive. Uh, my internal hard drive is for all of my, like, you know, it's just for like long-term storage of stuff, like all the audio for these podcasts, all of the, um, it's where I record all the video too. Is where I do. It's where I just store all the shit that I just kind of use on my computer. Uh, and then the external hard drives. The small one is for keeping all the audio for the podcast. And then the big eight eight terabyte one is for all of the video footage. And I need more. Well, not more, just bigger. You need to, I need to replace the SSD with a bigger SSD. We need more power. So I, She's, I've given her all she can take, Captain. So that's actually the fun thing. I was looking that up. It turns out I don't actually need more power. Yeah, I was, I was looking at like uh, updates to my graphics card because my graphics card is currently the bottleneck. Like I'm playing a game and I have to play it on medium settings. Oh, no. Oh, the plebeian problems. Yeah, so I need to update my graphics card and I was like, okay, how much, do, uh, how much, how much juice does a 2080 need? And turns out the recommended was was a 650, which I have a 650 in there. And I'm like, huzzah! I won't need to gut my system. So yeah. Well, it's interesting, but no, I only have one hard drive, and it makes it sound like it wants to explode every time I try and play a game. Well, that's your problem right there, bud. What you're going to want to do is you're going to want to get yourself at least two hard drives. One an SSD, one a mechanical. What does the other one do? So the SSD is your boot drive. That'll make your computer boot up a lot faster. And it'll have all your other programs. Your main use programs like your like your web browsers, uh, any kind of like recording stuff like Audacity. That'll just run faster on an SSD. And then, and then you, have the, you have the mechanical hard drive, which is for long-term storage, of where you put like video files, music files, pictures, anything that, anything that you would access a bunch, but you wouldn't necessarily need like speed for. Your horrifying Russian porn. Exactly. My, halfway through saying exactly, my accent switched from Southern to Russian. So how, do, how do you know that? Oh, we have our ways. Who do you think provides it to you, man? So so wait so so you were you were Latka XXX all along? I knew it. That's one of our accounts, yes. I knew you knew knew you guys were familiar. <laughs> I love that idea. Just just he found our Russian porn account, and then we found him to join us. <laughs> Blackmail material. Oh, <laughs> uh, we don't need black. We don't need blackmail material on you, dude. You you give it to us. Yeah. <laughs> Along with your regular Patreon donations, thank you. Head over to Patreon.com/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/slash/
<laughs> and now the FBI is tearing down my door. <laughs> <sighs> oh, fuck. <coughs> anyway. Yes, so, so I can't play New Vegas anymore. So before I shut that down, I decided I was just going to shoot everybody in the room. Good. Because... I was in one of the NCR's rooms, and I was like, I mean, I'm usually good with them. I think I'm just going to shoot everyone here. Good. Good. Let the hate flow through you. Yes. Let the hate flow through you. It is their fault that you can't play it anymore, isn't it? I was like, God, it's it's your fault, It's not that you should have replaced your laptop several years ago. Oh, it's a desktop, actually. Okay, that doesn't change the fact that you probably replaced it years ago. Yeah. Probably. I mean, I only bought it years ago. Oh, wow, actually, you... Gabe actually has been along here longer than you have. Yes, what? he has. I I don't know, like, the... like I, I mentioned this on Twitter when I was talking to Cora, but, like, the timelines in which you guys join the site are impossible for me to keep straight. Essentially, everyone who works on this website right now has worked here forever. Basically. That's what it feels like sometimes. Let's just Especially say when this. when you try I, and make me watch Sabrina. When, oh, I yeah, joined the, when I joined the website, I still have, I still have this uh, computer. Yeah, that, that was four years ago, this September. Yeah. I, still ha- I, I still have the track I used to audition right here. Yeah. In my audio files, as well as some of our early cast when we still worked with Ziploc. Yeah, I didn't have to audition. <laughs> yeah, like for some reason, dead and his crazy ass decided these are the people I want to work with. Meteor horse. Yeah. So what happened was uh, we had two guys on the on the anime podcast, uh, Ace the Wind Rider and the Goatee. Uh, and we were, we're uh, I think it was the Goatee was there. And then and then I was like, hey, yeah, do you guys know anybody who might be interested in doing this? And then Ace was like, yeah, I know some guys. And it sent me your guy's email address. And I was like, fucking sick. I need people. So, hey, people, you're interested in doing this. And I sat down with all four of you at the same time. It's like, hey, random people I don't know on the internet. Would you like to collaborate yeah. with me? Hey, weird assholes from New Orleans I've never met before. You would like to join me, some weird asshole from Canada you never met before? Sounds fun. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And six years later, they're still here. Like, Minus Jimmy. else better to do. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird to like fucking. You guys joined six years ago, and three quarters of you are still technically here. Yeah, technically. You know, it's like Birdie quit just for doing full time, but he still shows up a lot. No, well, he got a real job. Yeah, and then he still showed up to watch all of Titan season two. Yeah, because he's a good he's a good guy. <laughs> he's willing to sacrifice his own sanity for your shit. I yeah. don't think I've actually. Wait, did Birdie play D and D with us? No, no. Okay. He's in the D and D. He's so. in the D and D channel, but he hasn't played with us. So yeah, I don't think I've ever met anyone from Meteors that's not Cave. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like this this website is very compartmentalized. Yeah, it's so that we don't overthrow him. <laughs> in order to do that, you have to figure out what my password is. 
In order to do that, I'd have to care enough to. Yeah. I've said, well, I've said, I've said in the past, we should just do one like random anniversary podcast with everybody, just talking about whatever. And you're like, yeah, that's a good idea. And then you know, you never did that. Yeah, because the logistics of it are ridiculous. <laughs> First, you'd have to email all of all of us. <laughs> yeah, like you saw how hard it was to get this show to record. That's true. I was like, I was like, yeah, it only took us two weeks. By the to way, get this, this is the third time we scheduled this. Yes. And I was expecting a reschedule when I logged in. Honestly, I was thinking about it. <laughs> because last night I was like, okay, it's sick. Last of Us 2 is launching at fucking midnight. I got a chance to play a few hours of it. And then, uh, then I was like, oh, it's midnight. I'm very tired. <laughs> I'll watch this D&D show, then go to sleep. Yeah, sounds fair. Yeah. It is that that show the fucking it for those wondering it's Dimension Twenty the College Humor thing which they're currently on their third main season which is uh which is Candyland meets Game of Thrones where they have had already two main characters die. Damn. Sounds like they're off to a great start. Uh, yeah, they are. I think they are. Ten, I think they're like nine episodes into a sixteen-episode season. When was the last time we talked about video games? Uh, like a couple minutes ago. So, hey, Alex. Yeah. So, anything okay. that you have actually played? Yeah. Uh, so, since so uh, so, I, I mentioned I played Fire Emblem Three Houses like months ago, and you guys spent the entire time talking about the stupidity of the political system. Yeah, because it's dumb, and didn't let me actually talk about the game. We talked about the game. So a let's bit. talk about the political system again. Well, <laughs> like, do we need to talk about the game? It's Fire Emblem. Well, no, but I mean, I didn't have anything else to play. <laughs> so uh, since I since I only played one of the three houses last time, I decided to play the se- one of the the second house. I guess you could say. Okay, how dumb is their political system? Uh, well, I, they're they are the uh, the they are the empire, the evil empire from Tamriel. Uh, could be. So, do they call themselves the evil empire? Does everyone else call no, them that? Ca- no, they call themselves the Adrestian Empire. And uh, no, well, because for the first half of the game, they uh, you know they try to play nice, but then. You know, midway through, Edelgard, the girl with the white hair, is like, I'm the Empress now. And also, we're going to invade. Because you people are controlled by this church that I don't like. <laughs> so they're so they're England. Yes. It's like, hey, what god you believe in? This one? That's slightly different than the one I believe in. Well, uh, I mean... Her whole point is that the the, uh, the religion you follow is actually controlled by these this ancient civilization who is you know still there. <laughs> the Illuminati control your religion. The, the Illuminati, the Illuminati can well well. So the, so this one woman who uh, runs the place that uh, you operate out of for the first half of the game uh, is also like this thousand year old woman who started the religion in the first place. And uh, she looks. She gets very like. In one of the early missions, she sends you to wipe out a bunch of people that are, you know, trying to secede from the church. Naturally, and she's like, and 
Yeah, and and as you and as you're going, she's like, I mean, so mean, that's religious officials in a nutshell, right? And yeah, yeah, and and she says, uh, and and one of the guys is like, so we're just going to go easy on them, right? And she's like, no, you're going to wipe them all out because we need to show people that it's not acceptable to defy the church. But I don't want to. It's like what? Oh, nothing. Uh, go go on. Go on there. Go on, get. Go on. Go uh, go 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 teach them a lesson and make sure those heretics pay. I mean, go do it. Go. go do a crusade. So uh, yeah, basically, basically she she does this like this like half evil psychotic speech about how anyone who isn't willing to follow this religion is a heretic that needs to die. So religion. So religion, yeah. And uh, in the in the uh, the last uh, so in the first house I played, which was the kingdom, which is the blue lions, Dimitri, the handsome guy with blonde hairs and the, who uses the spear. His house. So, uh, so in that one, the empire becomes the the main antagonist of the story, and uh, the church just kind of falls by the wayside as a result. Like the the leader gets captured, the rest of the church people just kind of join the kingdom. Like, well, I guess we'll follow you. We got nothing better to do. <laughs> and then you, and then and then you continue opposing the empire for the rest of that story. So, uh, so when you're playing as the empire story. Uh, first off, you're actually for, first off you're actually with the Empire, so you know, like you actually know Edelgard. So instead of like, oh, it's this this random girl that that acted suspicious the whole game is suddenly evil. What a shock! It's like, hey, one of the character's best friends is actually evil. What a shock! Except I already know that was happening because I played the other story before. So by the way, I hope I hope I hope you weren't playing. I hope we weren't planning on playing this game because I kind of ruined that for you. Although it's pretty obvious in hindsight. Not planning on playing it. Oh. So is it you're is okay it behind I, me. Is it because I made it sound boring or you just didn't want to play it? I don't play tactical games. You don't play tactical games, but why? Because I don't enjoy them. I don't like the limitations placed on my tactical, on my strategic thinking that comes just inherently with the limitations of trying to run a video, a video game tactics system. So you don't like what it's like, hey, why is my movement down? Because I'm trying to run through some trees. That shouldn't be. No, I'm fine with that. My problem oh. is, all right, so I want to send a, a my best five units to sneak into this location because there should be no reason why I can't stealth a unit into a city that's actively acting as a city so that I can destroy it while I'm doing X, Y, and Z over here as a distraction. You mean I can't do that? No, you can't do that. No, mo- most fire emblem battles are usually like, we meet on the field of battle and charge. I have no honor. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. pretend to have honor. I don't have honor. She's like, we must fight to the death. There will be no sneaking here. Also, there's, you know, there's no stealth. Although you can set it up so that nobody can pretty much hit you, which kind of, I, I guess in a way you could pretend is stealth if you're just assuming that, you know, everyone shooting at you and missing is not actually seeing you. No, that's not stealth at all. Oh. What a shame. I came back to Cave talking about stealth. I feel like I've come in at a bad time. He's talking about why he doesn't like tactical games because you can't, you know. Well, that was just my sneaky. first example, but. You can't, you can't do tactically sneaky things like sneak around. No, you, well, can't like, you do that anyway? I mean, 
Jokes to Sniper Elite three times. Ah. Just be going in, like, try to be quiet. I'd like, I'd just be walking around, like, with a well rod, just, like, picking people off one by one. Cave would be trying to get to one guy, then I'd shoot him before I could get to him. Uh, I'd be trying to stab one guy, and then you'd shoot him before I could get to him. Yeah, and then everybody in the map would see where Cave is. Hey, I started getting better at hiding. You did. The missile launcher didn't help. Game in favor of. <laughs> what, did you, what did you, you try to snipe with a missile launcher? Like they'll never see this coming. No, I just tried to rocket things with a missile. Launcher. There was he, no sniping with it. He just had one. Single, I found every, one, and I was like, single person <laughs> immediately, immediately aims at the spot where the missile came from. Oh crap! Yeah, then I used cave as cover to go to a better vantage point and start picking people off. That is exactly what happened. Yes. <laughs> Yes, we're also playing on a custom difficulty which had the most real bullet physics possible with the dumbest AI possible. Yep. Because that's the best way to play that game. The bullets feel the bullets feel amazing and you can take as many shots as you want because everyone in the map's a fucking moron. There's no challenge. Oh, we also had every aim assist on possible. Oh, well, okay. Because, yeah. Why did you... Why'd you even bother sneaking then? Why don't you just walk right in and be like... Because we could actually die. Because they had tanks. Say hello to my little friend. Yeah, they had... Like, even, even, if, even, if, you're, even if you're going up against the dumbest enemy possible, if there's a hundred of them and two of you, you could still lose. Pretty easily. Which we proved. <laughs> yes. Over and over again. That might be dumb, but they'll just throw people at us till we fold. Pretty uh, much, America. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. It's just it. it this, this is off topic, but it's just in every fucking war movie, or like space, or like sci-fi movie. It's like the American military's there. They have their fucking M16s or whatever. And it's like, oh god, aliens here! Start shooting it. Nothing. It literally does nothing. It actually helps the enemy. See? Yeah. Oh no! Keep shooting it. Yeah, pretty much. That's why the old joke of our military intelligence is lack thereof is pretty fucking accurate. Yeah, it's just, we've done this thing eight billion times and it hasn't done anything. Okay, do it a billion more, see if that helps. Do it harder. And they're just like, God, Zero says do it harder. They just flick their guns from, from full auto to harder. <laughs> I need to make this movie. <laughs> Is that like but the no. Doom parody thing where it's like the setting on his rifle is like is like fire and then like plasmid? Maybe I don't. I don't it's, just, it's just like yeah, it's like it's like it's like safety on, semi-auto, full auto, harder, and then it activates the railgun inside. <laughs> so it's a bullet being fired out, and then accelerated through a railgun. Makes the gun horribly unwieldy, and they can't aim for shit, but they don't need to when the target's the size of a fucking building. Yeah, no, like, they still suddenly, can't suddenly hit it. Like, why, why did we do that in the first place? Because it's ineffective and draws a lot of power. Quiet, you. Smack. <laughs> anyway, what were we making fun of this time? Uh, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh, goody. Yeah. yeah these politics are dumb. And how and how I was playing as the evil empire this time. Da, 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 da. Stop, do you want to yeah, get sued? So, 
So, uh, so I when... only did a few seconds. <laughs> so enough. in this, so in this, in this, in this uh, storyline, uh, when Edelgard decides she's going to become Empress and try and take over the continent, uh, you can actually join her and play as the evil <laughs> empire. <gasps> okay. I mean, the well, the, I mean, the, there's there's a slight logic to this because well, first off. You have to have seen a couple of special cutscenes with her that make the protagonist trust her more. And second, it's like Edelgard is like... You have seen like, a couple of cutscenes that make the protagonist want to sleep with her? Uh, kind of. Unless you're playing as... Well, I mean... Unless you're playing as the female protagonist, but I guess that still technically works. Oh, trust me, it works even better. Not really, because yeah. it's Japan. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We're getting better, though. At, so yeah, so so when she reveals, so when she reveals that she was plotting against the church, uh, the the crazy heretic killing lady is like, "You must kill her right now," and then you can be like, "Well, no, well, no, your option is like, okay," in which case uh, Edelgard leaves, and you basically play an, an abbreviated version of the of the storyline where you fight against the empire only. You don't have a second main character anymore because that's Edelgard and she left. Oh, but if you're like, you know, I don't think we should kill Edelgard. And she's like, what? Then you betrayed us and we should kill you too. And then you're like, oh, I guess, okay, I guess I'm joining the evil empire. Oh, so no, she, my blade since, found its way into your chest. Yay, religion. Yeah. Basically, well, no, basically you're like, well, since you're, well, since you've gone crazy and decided to kill me at the slightest urge, at, at the slightest suggestion that maybe I shouldn't exactly follow you to the letter, maybe Edelgard has a point that maybe you're secretly evil. Yo, that sound about secretly. <laughs> Is that sound in the back of the guy's lawnmower or your computer? Um, do we need to worry that your computer is about to explode? No, no, no. It's not my computer. I don't. That's not a lawnmower. I don't know what he's doing out there. He's it's masturbating with a lawnmower. Is he leaf blowing? Yeah, I think that's what he's doing. He's blowing all the grass clippings into the street. Could be. Hold on. Riveting radio. Professionalism at its highest mark. Yes. I'm the only one who bothers soundproofing anything, and my soundproofing is got behind a curtain. Yeah. Also, not soundproofing, acoustically treating. There, I just right. make sure no one's in the area that would make noise. All right, I, st- I, st- I stuffed a towel on my window. I don't think it's helping. It is not. <laughs> I stuffed a towel in my window. <laughs> I stuffed a towel on my computer. Hopefully, it's helping. <laughs> right. Oh, mother. Yeah, the idiot. towel's smoking. Is that a problem with the hard drive? <laughs> Hmm. Okay, how's this? Is this better? <clears throat> it's not, but we're not going to be able to fix anything else about it, so let's keep going. All right. Oh, he stopped. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Professionalism. I can't. I can't. I can't control what my neighbors do on a Friday afternoon. Sure, you can't. Start a homeowner association. You live in America. They're, they're, they're New Jerseyans. They don't care about what I'm doing. They're like, hey, shh. Sh- Start a homeowners association and set up ordinances. You have a problem? So like, you got a problem with that? I don't care. I'm mowing my lawn. Yeah, it's a bullfuck you there, buddy. I've tried to mow my fucking lawn over here. 
basically. What are you, what are you, what are you trying, trying to do? Trying fucking to do a... do, you're trying to fucking talk on the internet? What are you, some kind of fucking dumbass? Like, yeah, what a nerd trying to have a podcast. One of, one of those podcasts. I, I love how your British. version of New Jersey is posh, whereas yeah. ours is asshole. Yeah. It's because I, it's because technically I live in the in the uh, posh version. And what are you trying to do over there? Fucking record the podcast? Yeah, fuck that shit. You're not half because the McElroy's love of me. As opposed to uh, to Jersey City, which is what everybody thinks the entire state is, where everybody talks like a wannabe New Yorker and hates everyone. Exactly. It's be- it's because the reason they think that is because the city is named after the state. They are your representatives. Yeah, I, they're not even the capital. That doesn't matter. New York City is the capital of New York. That's true. Now, the but that's how New Jer- all New Yorkers act. Exactly. The capital of New Jersey is like this random city that nobody really cares about. It would be like it would be like the exact same thing if like like if New Orleans was called like Louisiana Town or whatever. Then people would assume city. people would just assume like, oh yes, the entirety of Louisiana is that city. Well, people already assume that they do. A, l- a lot of tourists are like, like they go to the r- more rural parts of Louisiana, are like they're nothing like how I expected it to be, and I'm like, you're expected to be like New Orleans. That's not true. Oh, I just, outside of New Orleans, a lot of uh, Louisiana is more like Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, I just assumed. I just assumed like the like Louisiana was just the south and then you hit new orleans yeah pretty much and then after that just swamp pretty much it's just swamp and gators that sounds pretty accurate to me and i live here yeah Every, yeah north louisiana is just is just which is part of the massive conglomerate that is the south oh uh, yeah nor they have new orleans there where people are just playing fucking trumpets all the time i don't know jazz is that, is that like how the upper part of Florida is south and then you hit theme parks and beaches? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And meth. And meth. Lots of meth. The entire state is just meth. <laughs> and much, old yeah. people. Don't forget the old people. Oh, yes. Yeah, I can't. And, My mom's one of them. And then re- yeah, re- retirees and uh, meth. Except for, <laughs> except for that one part, which is theme park and beaches. No, the meth is still there. Oh. That's not sand. That's ground up meth. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah, I thought it. I thought it. I thought it had a funny smell to it. Yeah, you go to the theme parks, you win meth. <laughs> hey, here's a stuffed bear. It's stuffed with meth. <laughs> ah, Florida. Florida. Florida's nice. I have never been, and probably will never be. I thought your mom lives there. My mom visits there for. for my mom winters there. Oh, okay. Which you might not be doing anymore because of you know health reasons and then also the pandemic. Ah oh, yes, yeah. You might want to. You might not want to winter there this year. Just saying. Anywho. Yeah. So, so uh, I so, believe we so, were talking about bad politics. Yeah. Well, no. We talked. We talked about how uh, how uh, because because in one route you're not exactly comfortable with just killing killing your uh, your one. Uh, friend in cold blood just because this evil church lady tells you to and then you're branded a heretic so you uh, you're like well okay mate i guess she has a point that uh, you might be evil i'm gonna join the evil empire 
<laughs> I'm sorry. It sounded like you said evil umpire there. No. Yeah, the evil, evil umpire. No, not the evil umpire. You're no, out. Evil umpire. You're out forever. It's like, what are you fucking talking about? My foot was over the line. My foot was on the base, you jackass. Ha, 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 ha. He's just taking money from like, from like, oppo- from like opposing teams, par- from like the opposing team's parents. Because he, cause he umpires softball. Like if you get three strikes, you're in, three strikes, you're not just out. You're like killed in a fiery explosion. <laughs> He's actually a hitman for the mob. Yeah. yeah. He's paid. He's paid the pitcher like an extra hundred fifty bucks, like being in the head with one ball, so that's so that way he can cover up the shot of his pistol. But no, it's, it's not an um, it's not an umpire. It's an empire. There is no baseball in Fire Emblem, as far as I know. Well, that's just prejudiced against what baseball. I'm prejudiced against baseball. Fuck baseball. Uh, I don't think we can be friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, so as, as, as you're playing as the Empire, it's weird because... Uh, well, you're not really playing as the Empire. <laughs> just, oh my God. Uh, sorry, it's, it's, I had to. It's, it's, it's weird because at the beginning of the game, you fight this, like, you know, evil knight character who's secretly working for uh, Edelgard. Who, who, like, he wears this, like, he's, he's called the Death Knight, and he wears this, like ridiculously spiky armor and wills a scythe and is like nothing but pure evil. But if, but, but on what? Side, his name's joins. Death Knight. That's such a reasonable name. But then, but then he Sounds like joins. a perfectly fine gentleman to me. Yeah, well, he is, Chris, because after, if you join, he takes off the helmet and he joins your group. Seriously? <laughs> and, yeah. And you just get to pal around with the Death Knight. The Death Knight, Jimmy, the Death Knight, James. I don't know. No, no, well, well, no, his no. I, I could mean, never respect the Death Knight with that name. No, his, 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 his name. I mean, his actual name is Jerezia. Oh, fuck you. Which is, you know, but I, but I, it's just weird because he's like, oh, I guess we're friends now. Would you like? Would you like me to join your group with my ridiculously spiky armor and evil-looking scythe? Would you like to play yeah, some sure. baseball? Okay. Evil. And then, and, and then and then there, there's this other character who's like, yes, we must do whatever her majesty commands and rule the world. Like the evil toady type character, and he also joins you. And he's like, I guess we're friends now, protagonist. Nice but to have see you how on. long that lasts. Nice yeah. to have you on the winning team. Yeah, except he's like he's like, No, really. I know I know I look and sound very evil, but I really do appreciate your friendship. We should be best pals. Actually you sound like Kermit the Frog, so Hey guys, Kermit the Frog here. Kermit the Frog here, and I'm advertising for the Evil Empire. Do you hate the long hours and hyper-religious practices of our main empire? Would you like to join one that will just crush you under its boot? Ah! Too bad, you don't have a choice. Yeah! Don't. I'm just, I'm just imagining like Skeletor doing that. Like just in my, in my head, it's like Skeletor being really friendly. It's like, yeah, welcome to my lair. I baked cupcakes. Yes, He Man. You will enjoy my cupcakes. I Don't worry, they're not He Man. <laughs> I lied. I dipped my nuts into the batter, He Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be good. I want to be evil. That's and enough. Yeah. That's enough boring yeah. Skeletor impressions. Enough, enough spell. Yeah, enough Skeletor impressions. So yeah, so so you you get the two like 
evilest looking characters in the game as like your best friends. You you can you can you can even have those like those of those things where like you know the main character just hangs out with uh, other characters. They have those too. Well, you get to hang out with the Death Knight and uh, the Empress's uh, evil Toady, Toady character up his social levels. Yeah. Basically, he's like, he's like, hey, do you, do you ever want to have a a social link with the Death Knight who talks about how much how much uh, he enjoys killing people? Well, you can. And also, the the Empire route is a couple stages shorter than everyone else because it's like they're the evil Empire who has all the advantages, and then the hero joined them. So you just kind of spend the rest of the game crushing everyone in your path. <laughs> Is like the the other routes. The other route has this part where they're like, "Oh man, we we have we have to regroup and get around the empire's momentum because they're just taking over everywhere, and we have to you know work on work on our counterattack." And in this one, it's just like, "Oh okay, we'll just crush everyone. We don't need twenty. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need twenty two stages. We have eighteen because that that because that entire arc where uh, you have to." Uh, regroup yourself and get your bearings before you could attack the Empire. That doesn't happen because you are the Empire. And then uh, also, and, and also uh, it turns out that when Edelgard wins, uh, she actually makes the world uh, okay. Mm. You know, she's like, she's, like, she's like, now that I've conquered the whole world, I'm going to rule it not so bad. Yes. This game was made by Trump voters, wasn't it? Uh... <laughs> I maybe I don't know. It's Japanese, so the. I mean, I mean this. I mean, this is only one of of four routes, so you know. This this route was made by the people who wear MAGA hats in Japan. This, no, the, the route was made by people who were like people are going to waifu Edelgard, so I guess we better give her a route. Yeah, pretty much. Except it didn't go. It didn't go just as planned because uh, they were clearly banking on Edelgard being the most popular of the three house leaders. And uh, she's not. the The two guys are more popular than she is. I mean, she's still she's not hated or anything, but the, but like they they clearly went all in on this is going to be the most popular character. Oh no, we were wrong. We guessed wrong. How could we be wrong? Wait a minute. We thought we are wrong. They thought we thought they'd go for the waifu over the dudes. That's not usually how things work. Grongi is wrongy? Guess we better put Byleth and Smash then instead of Edelgard. I mean, that was probably going to happen regardless, but still. I need to see this Edelgard character. Fire Emblem. Three houses. See what you're talking about with Waifu. You know what he... No, but I want to see... Yeah, I don't see why you would make this character a waifu. She looks like she's going to eat you in half of the pictures I see. Yeah. And not in a fun way. That's because that's what people are into. I suppose so. Are you, are you looking at the one... Because there's, there's two... Uh, she has two... Because af- after she becomes the, uh, the emperor in the second half of the game, she like wears this ridiculous-looking armored... Dress, the crowned horn type, type yeah, the thing. Yeah, crown. that thing, that thing. Yes, that that is her default costume. Yeah, I just, go- I just game. image searched it, and 
like just looked at all of the various options and I was like, me no won't smash any of these. <laughs> oh, people do though. Yeah, people do, but she's not the most popular waifu though. That's um, yeah, t- definitely not. She's like a she's like a fucking like B tier waifu. She's I, th- I think the most popular girl in three houses is the gr- the shy girl with the blue hair. That does not surprise me at all. At all, you said shy girl. <laughs> yes, Cri- cripplingly shy. Like she, like you talk to her, she's like, "Oh my god, go away!" No, yeah, that's runs, you're, runs into her room. Yeah, you're you're just you're just preaching to the choir. Yeah. Like, like that sounds like perfect waifu material for the vast majority of the world. Probably like the Sundere and the Shy. Those are what most people seem to want to smash. So I don't think there's a Sundere in this game. Or if there was. So I, uh, Edelgard never calls you a b- 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 Baka. Uh, no. Yeah, there, that she, she is not. She's not the Sundere. She is the uh, she's the super competent one who, for some reason, likes your dumb ass. <laughs> Basically, oh, so my wife. She, 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 she does. She does have the part where she's like, she's afraid of rats and bugs. Yeah, exactly. Like it's no, it's the like she is like the super competent. Like yes, I'm the best at everything. Da, 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 I'm fucking awesome. Oh god, my one weakness. I better show it only in front of this person. Yeah, but it, well, you're having. I forget you're having like a mock duel, and she's like, and now, and that, and now I will, I will show my true competence and crush the enemy. And Claude is like, Edelgard, there's a rat by your foot, and she's like, ah, what? I mean. How dare you? You will pay. Yeah, no. Use such cheap tactics. Yeah, no. This is this is misery for Persona Three. <laughs> she li- I, I, she, oh, I'm so hyped she, for uh, she, P four uh, G on uh, Steam. Yeah, I already she bought literally, it. I'm I, get, I'm, say, I spent all my money for the month, so I'm getting it next month. I was gonna say, fun, funny that you mentioned Mitsuru because she literally has the exact same voice. Of course she fucking does. Does she occasionally just speak French for no reason? Uh, no. She does not because French does, France does not exist in uh, the world of three houses. When has that stopped anybody? Um, Actually, yes, I agree with that question. Well, in this case, it did. No, she does not randomly speak French. Also, uh, her her original VA was supposed to be Christina V, but then they changed it to, for some reason. Oh. Weird. Like in the in the yeah in the original trailer, like she's voiced by Christina V, and then you know back back when she had the sole focus of the trailer, because because they were convinced she was going to be the most popular character. Is that why they swapped her out? Just they just like they realized, oh wait, she's not that popular. Fuck, we can't afford Christina V for this. Maybe. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I think both of them were equally. Ex- I think Tara Platt and Christina V are equally expensive. But oh yeah, fuck. Just, I, did, I didn't know. That, I didn't know they were with Tara Platt. Fuck. Yeah, Tara Platt is Mitsuru and Edelgard. And lots of other characters because, you know. Yeah, it's Tara Platt. But she's Yuri Lowenthal's wife. Yeah, and she's awesome. Also, well, also um, the main character who doesn't really, he doesn't speak, or he, or, and, and or she, because you can make them both genders, obviously, because it's a fire emblem. Main you can character. make them both genders. You can make a trans character in Fire Emblem Three Houses. Okay. I need to buy this to support no, that you mindset. Make, gender no, fluid. You, can't, you cannot make no. You can't make them gender fluid. You have to pick one or the other. This is Japan. Ah, mind them. This is this is not an American-made game. This is Japan. They're still not entirely comfortable with stuff like that. Yeah, the only way they're comfortable with showing that is if it is is if it is very obviously a 
just the manliest looking man in a dress. Because then it's a joke. I've played Yakuza. But uh, so so the male the male uh, version of Byleth was initially voiced by Chris Noisy, and uh, they recast him and released an update patch that changed his voice because <laughs> because he broke his NDA when drunk with friends or something and bragged that he was in the new Fire Emblem game before he was supposed to, and somebody told him that. <laughs> what a douche! So one of his friends is a fucking narc. Yeah. Another thing, so he was in the game, they released the game, and then they patched the game post-release? Yes, to change his voice. Wow, these people are dicks. That's like asshole, that's like asshole material. Fucking goddamn. Yeah, they were like, no. You're not allowed to break your NDA or they will punish you severely. By removing your game, by removing your voice from the game after they released it. Yeah, pretty much. You still got paid. I mean, I I think I think they play this. He was only he was only like in the he was only the voice of the character for like I think a week at most. So I'm pretty sure it's like they they wanted to remove him from release, but they didn't want to delay the game for a whole week after promising a simultaneous release on all fronts just to replace that one guy. So instead, they were like, "All right, fine, we'll just patch it in later." <laughs> I I, assu- I assume they didn't want the U.S. fan base to riot because their version of the game was delayed for a week because of that one VA. Yeah. Especially when they were like people. People don't like the English voice acting enough as it is. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying they don't like it, but there's like you know the weebs are like Japanese voice is the best. Yeah, obviously. See, see this is why we shouldn't even bother with English VAs because it gets the delay game because they're all they all suck. And they don't have honorable Nippon, uh, whatever. So, fucking weeps. Anything yeah. else you're playing? Um, I forget. <laughs> I we, forget. We, Very nice. We we, lo- we 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 got distracted so much. I kind of whatever whatever my train of thought was going into this is now gone. Well, all right then. Let's move on to me. Okay. So, I've been playing some things. Uh, first off, uh, Man Eater. Man Eater is a game like where you play as a mating shark. I was going to say that sounds like a war game. Uh it's not really. It's a uh, it's like Jaws Unleashed. Like you have an open-ish sandbox-ish area where you can like where you just like swim around as a shark, you eat you eat other fish to and as well as people uh to grow in size, eventually unlocking superpowers because you're a super shark. Oh no, are you one of those genetically engineered ones from Deep Blue Sea? Uh no, you are um you are a naturally occurring shark that just happens to develop superpowers. You okay. were the true first quirk appearance in the world, but my hero academia just brushed that under the rug because <laughs> they brushed they it under the rug for the clone, enough. baby. <laughs> just I a mean, shark? Yeah, that's scary. A glowing baby now, that's fucking marketable. I mean that sounds that sounds fair. Yeah, so uh I told shark you I mean, bigot. Yeah, so I told Kevin about the game a bit. Um, it's it starts out really neat. Where it starts out, where you are playing as you're playing as your mom, and your mom gets gutted by a fisherman named Salty Pete. 
But then you eat. But then, but then you come out. But then you are like gutted from your mom's stomach. You eat Salty Pete's arm and then dump, jump back into the water. And that's when the game starts. And the entire like uh, con like concept, not conceit, like, yeah, conceit for the game is that uh, there is a narrator following you around because you are technically the subject of a nature show called Man Eater. She's a killer. That is that is wrong song. So. Yeah, I know, but I like so, that song, so a nature so. documentary crew follows you around as a shark while you swear vengeance on the guy who killed your mother. No, so technically a nature documentary crew follows falls around Salty Pete as he constantly hunts you down. Oh, okay. Can you actually kill the Here we have I mean, the rare can, super shark. Can you shark. kill the camera crew? The camera crew aren't actually characters. The camera crew is like the camera crew is there in cutscenes and it's there in the narration with Chris Parnell kind of narrating over everything you do, but they aren't actually characters. No. They're not interactables. Yeah. And yeah, the game is... The game is 40 bucks. And it shows. But it's still... It's still... It's still... Like, it's still not, not, like, it's not great for 40 bucks, but it's pretty good for 40 bucks. Uh, like... Like, the main, the main thing you do is just, like I said, swim around, eat stuff. Um, as you... As you clear out areas like doing missions and stuff, which is mainly eat 10 fish or eat to 15 people, that is 95% of all missions. Uh, you will also occasionally uh, get, well, not occasionally, you will also get um, pr- uh, predator targets, which are just like big, beefy predators in the area that you can then kill, which will then bring out the apex predator of that area. When you kill the apex, then you are the apex predator of that area, and that just goes towards 100% completion of the game, as well as unlocking new powers. Uh, with the powers themselves, there are three powers you get, which can be which can be uh, which are all built around um, which are all built into different body parts. It's I believe your head, your teeth, the body, and your fins. No penis centered power. Uh, zero out of ten. Yeah, and so they are uh, they are electricity, where you really like really like dodging abilities will give you really, you'll be able to like send out like electric waves, which then stun enemies. There is a there's a stone or bone, I believe it is, which is just your your tank. And there is and there is shadow, which gives you a speed boost and poison. Shadow's my favorite. Yeah, so you go around eating stuff. Uh, as you eat stuff and people, the Coast Guard will show up hunt, trying to hunt you down, as well as just amateur hunters. As you kill them, you will then increase your infamy level, which will then bring in new higher-level hunters to track you down, who are then easily dealt with because every hunter in this game is a fucking nightmare. Because every hunter in this game is a fucking joke. Kill them, eat them, gain new power, level up, and then you eventually become mega. And then do the exact same thing. Do you Mega become a bigger XLR. shark? Oh, what was that, uh, Alex? Do you, do you become a bigger shark? Or? Yes. Yeah, you start, you start out as a pup, and then you can become a teen, an adult, an elder, and a mega. As you do, you, as you, as you, as you kind of go level up and increase these sizes, you increase in physical size, you increase in attack power, defense, jumping, your ability to survive on land. And it's all very like tongue in cheek and very 
aware that this is kind of dumb, but like with a lot of comedy games, like that that kind of stuff can get old after a while because they end up repeating the same lines of dialogue over and over again. Some of the jokes just don't land properly, and the entire game feels very sloppy. Like, like they didn't spend a whole lot of time like actually trying to make this a good feeling game because like the swing around and everything that feels fine, but you're you're required to go on land a bunch. And I've had, I, while playing the game, I've had times where the game just all of a sudden decides to rotate my character 180 degrees with no input from me. Specifically, only while I'm on land. So is that like camera or is it like nope, joystick just, Nope, you, you are moving forward and you move forward by kind of like just flopping around and all of a sudden you flop 180 degrees backwards. Okay. You're just going the wrong way. Uh, and in, and there's also like underwater combat because like when you're fighting the other predators, but the underwater combat is kind of garbage because there's no lock on. So in a 360 degree combat environment with no like radar or anything, you kind of need to keep the the guy in your line of sights the entire time. And if you lose sight of him, then you get fucked up real quick. Because, especially in the early parts of this game, if you do not fucking get good, you get dead. That sounds fun. Get good or get dead. Yeah, which is really fucking weird because, like, I don't know if it's just because, like, I did all the side quests before I did any of these targets. But, like, in the first area, you're level 10, your target is level 20. Going on from there, I had not had a single target be of higher level than me. Until I fought the final one, which was a humpback whale. Which, no matter how big a shark you are, a whale is bigger. Yeah, kind. I still managed to eat it. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. It was level 40. I was level 30. Uh, the, max cap, the max level cap is 30, by the way. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The other uh, level, the other, the other one that was above you in level was level thirty-five. That was an, that was a killer whale, which I also ate. Of course. Yeah, but so there is no lock-on for that, any of that. So if you get caught by any of these higher-level guys, then you are Im- you are basically immediately dead. Yay! Immediate death. Okay, well, not immediate death, but essentially immediate drops to a hit point total that could they could they kill you with one attack dead. Like you're doomed. Yeah. And doomed. And every once in a while, like with, with like half the targets, they will also be running around with other smaller predators. Like like some of the uh, some of the crocodiles you can fight against, they're running around with fucking muskokas. Or muskingell or whatever the fuck they're called. And the only like option you have for when you're in the situation is a snap to target thing, which which just kind of refocuses you on your target. But if there are multiple enemies around, yeah, it won't focus on the level twenty thing. I'll focus on the level one thing. So I'm fighting a fucking ancient. I'm fucking a fucking. I'm fighting a fucking apex crocodile, and then all of a sudden I am focusing on a Muskoka. Just oh, cool. I'm getting death rolled right now. I need to get out of here. And so that really fucking sucks. Um, it also doesn't do a great job of like showing like combat against boats. The combat against boats is very 
monotonous and tedious. Like it, you just, all you do is just fucking run into them and then just mash either the bite or the fucking tail button over and over and over and over and over again until the boat explodes. And there's not like a whole lot to do beyond that. Every area, despite having a different, despite like me looking different both underwater and above water, all the areas have the exact same uh, quests in them, basically. Where it's all, and they're all like RPG, like MMORPG style quests, where it's like, hey, go kill 10 of these things, go eat 10 of these things, go collect 10 of these, go do this, go do that, go collect all these fucking uh, license plates. And it all just ends. It all just ends up feeling very repetitive and samey. But it still is. It still is fun to be a giant fucking shark that has fucking electricity flying out of its weird tentacles as you are, as you are fucking taking a crocodile and spinning it around till it explodes into blood chunks. It sounds like one of those sci-fi shark movies. It kind of is. Only less dumb. Yeah, basically. I think, I think electrical shark powers is like slightly better than a ghost shark or a three-headed shark or a shark. I think Sharknado still wins. Well, yeah. But yes. I mean, Sharknado wins. Of course it does. They may they have a magic card now. It's a great magic card. I'm disappointed they just made Sharknado two, three, four, and five instead of like Sharkalanche, Sharkano. Yeah, actually, yeah, that would be interesting. It's just like it's like just other natural disasters that had sharks in them. Yeah, but no, they're just like no more sharknados. Yeah, it just keeps happening to the same guy, no less. Yeah, man eater. Uh, it it definitely has. It's definitely rough around the edges. But if you're looking for like just some really dumb fun, it's probably worth forty bucks for you. Uh, from there, uh, I. I got Spider-Man and all the DLC. So I played through the Spider-Man DLC. Didn't didn't you play Spider-Man already? I did. But I hadn't played the DLC. Oh. Because I got the game, played through it, beat it, then sold it, then, then traded it back into my local game store. All right, of course you do that. Yeah, and then I found it on sale with all the DLC for 20 bucks on PS on PS4. So I was just like, yeah, sure. So play through all the DLC of that, and that DLC is real fucking good. Oh yeah, no, the storyline of the DLC is great. Yeah, because it actually is a storyline. It's like a full storyline throughout all three packs. Sucks what happened to Yuri. Where she became fucking Wraith. Yeah. Which when which when I then went back to go play through the game again, and knowing that, I was just like, oh. This sucks now because yeah. now you're going to turn to a murderer. Uh, oh, I also I also beat the game uh, on the highest difficulty at New Game Plus, so I now have all I now have all the trophies. I platinum the game. Yay me! You are the Spider Man winner. Spider Man is still good. Yep, I'm looking forward to the uh, Miles Morales one. Yes, which we'll get into later. Uh, also, I got Control, the uh, Remedy game. It's about time you were actually in control of your system. I thought you were going to say, I have Control, finally. <laughs> I have Control of the Machine. But no, no, I got Control. Uh, it was a game that was, was a game that I've been kind of interested in, but like, kind of interested in because, you know, Remedy has 
a reputation for their games, but also it's a remedy game. I don't know what the reputation remedy has. Is uh, they made Max Payne and I'm sorry, I believe they, yeah they made Max Payne and Alan Wake. Ugh. Yeah, that's a way to turn me off from a company. <laughs> yeah, like I I I played. You can find it on the site. I played a chunk of Max Payne one, and then the having to fight, then the uh, like nightmare of having to actually try to run Max Payne one on the PC is was too much for me to bear. Uh, Alan Wake I played and had problems with, but was ultimately fine with. Garbage game. I never played Quantum Break. Also, not it's not a garbage game, but it's not very good. Yeah, and then I started, and then I got, and then like Control came out, and everyone was like, "Holy shit, Control!" And I'm like, "Okay, fuck it, fine, I'll try it." And it was on sale for like thirty bucks. But uh, I have made my opinions known about Alan Wake. Yep, I abhor that game, much to James's chagrin. I despise that game. I think it is absolute trash. Um, I don't see how people can have fun with it. However, if you do have fun with it, more power to you. I will just, I guess, I guess it's okay, I will just, weirdo. I will just reserve the right to laugh in your face because you're wrong. Yes. I'll just call you a weirdo. Yes, just make make sure to maintain a distance of at least 25 yards. Nah, six feet. <laughs> Social distancing, man. Come on. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, with with control, um, control seemed, control was a bit more interesting to me just uh, of the remedy games that I've seen, uh, because it felt kind of like a tongue in cheek SCP kind of thing. Because remedy's always had that. Remedy's always, remedy's always had this very like willing to laugh at itself nature. Like even in Alan Wake, where, even in Alan Wake, like they had their uh, they had their um, what is it like their Twilight Zone ripoff show, where they where they just where they were going through they they, they, they played these uh, episodes of the show, and they would all be like these incredibly overacted, super cheesy, hammy, like sci-fi concept shows. Like the one that I like the one that the one that sticks out my mind is a guy who invented a machine that let him commit quantum suicide. Making him essentially immortal in this world. Okay. Yeah, he had this. He had this machine that he turned it on, and then he had a gun with fucking six bullets in it. And so long as the machine was on, every one of those bullets would be a blank because the bullet actually firing would then be shunted off to a separate timeline. So he killed himself six times, so he couldn't kill himself. No, he killed himself five times, and someone tripped over the plug and it got unplugged. Oh. Then he actually shot himself. That's funny. That shit right there is funny. Yeah, and so that was kind of the feel of Control. Like, Control had this very, like, stark, um, like, this like this very stark visual style to it, where it was, like, very, very, like, color-heavy, like, a lot of, like, double exposure overlaid stuff. Uh, the building itself was this, uh, was, like, massive, was, like, massive, like, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, like, it's like a massive like giant penis. It's like a government office building, but built by MC Escher. And so it had all that stuff in it, but it also had these moments that felt like that show, where it was like a guy like describing the different objects of power. Because the entire the entire concept of this game is that there's this 
there's this government agency called the Federal Bureau of Control. And it's their job to go around and find the paranatural instances happening around the world and then put that shit in a lockdown. And typically what happens with these paranatural instances is some other dimension connects to ours through an object. Then that object becomes powerful and gets like, you know, magic in it. Yeah, and and then yeah, as you as you kind of play through the game, you find these objects of power. Um, the first one you find is a fucking gun, which is a gun that can be only used by the director of the Federal Bureau of Control because the, because the director has special powers imbued upon them by the board, which is this massive upside down black pyramid in a white void. And what does the gun do? Uh, so the gun is, the gun has infinite ammo. It is a it is a gun made out of like weird brick things. And then as you unlock more, um, as, as you like you know, lock down more objects of power, you then get like new gun modes for it. You get a uh, you get, like new powers yourself. I just unlocked the dodge ability, which is great because I was getting fucking hosed by not being able to dodge things. And yeah, so you yeah, so the character you're playing as Jesse uh, Jesse Faden. Uh, she is a person who, when she was a kid, uh, witnessed one of these objects of power kind of activate, and and then the bureau and then the, the federal bureau of control showed up, carted the entire instance, uh, incident, and then also kidnapped her brother. So she, mm. yeah, so she, along with a being inside of her head that gave her another dimension that she calls Polaris, uh, tracked down control. See, I, I immediately veto that. Oh. Because this was a child naming it, and they would not name it something cool. I don't know. You know what I mean? They could have been a cool kid. It's a kid. They're going to name it, like, Mr. Tingles or something. Unless Polaris named itself or something. Polaris might have named itself. Uh, Or this kid could have been a a fucking nerd who was into stars. What does Polaris do? Uh, Polaris is a... Polaris is a video overlay effect that occasionally tells you which direction to go. Oh. Okay. They're not, they're not actually a character. They are a series of geometric shapes that occasionally shine over the environment. Okay. Yeah. Sounds fair. Yeah, so... Yeah, when you, when you end up in the Federal Bureau of Control, um, the entire place is under lockdown because... Um, because an evil force from another dimension has managed to break its way into ours and has taken over the building. And now essentially every person who was in the building, with the exception of named characters and a couple others, um, they have all been turned into horrible zombie creature things. And they're not trying to kill Yay, everyone. And they're not trying to kill everyone in the building. Creatures. And so it is up to you as the director to go around, unlock the building, and deal with the hiss, as Jesse has come to call it. See that actually sounds cool. Yeah, and it all works really well. Like, uh, like one of my biggest problems with like you know Alan Wake and one of my biggest problems with Alan Wake was that it felt so fucking floaty with all the shooting that it, like I could never actually get any kind of accuracy going. But with this, it feels way tighter. Like they like they actually spent like a lot of time. It feels like they learned stuff from their games and have actually built on what they have actually built on what they have done. Like the visual style, the way that they handle storytelling, the way that they handle. Uh, characters uh, feels feels a bit more. Um, they 
the tongue in cheek has gotten like the, t- the tongue is like less buried in the cheek and board is kind of pressing up against it. So you can kind of feel like, yeah, these people know what they're doing. They know the dumb shit they're making, but they still want to take it seriously. And I love the visual style for this. Like whenever, whenever you kill one of the, like the Hiss soldiers, it leaves behind this like weird, like oil in water, but floating in air effect uh, behind it, which is one of the things that probably fucking made, made me have to play the game on medium because Yo, this shit fucking looks good. It's a lot of like non-Euclidean geometry um, and geography, where it's like, where it's like you you flipping a light switch has an effect on the environment, and then that like that like the big like some weird big puzzle thing that you have to, to do where like you have to like ring a bell at a weird bell at like a hotel reception desk in order to unlock the certain room in order to get a room key to a different room. So like that. So it's so like this weird mixture of like regular combat and then bizarre, trippy puzzle solving, which honestly all works for me so far. Like this, this game has this game has worked for me in a way that no other remedy game really has, uh, and kind of feels like it has mixtures of like SCP and then psyops, the Mindgate conspiracy. If any of anybody remembers that game, okay, you don't. No, I don't. I, I'm sitting here like, did I play that? Yeah, it was like an old, it was like a PS2 era game where you were playing as a psych and you could like uh like possess people. I, like I lift. wanted to play that game, but I didn't get a I didn't get a chance to. Yeah, I so do you, remember you, what you're talking about now. Yes, yeah, so you get like some psychic powers. Like one of the things you first get is like the lift ability, so you can just like lift shit out of the ground and then talk it at people. Which is how you deal with enemies with shields as well as some flying enemies. Uh, the enemies themselves look really fucking cool. Like, like some of them are just like dudes with red bits on them, but other ones are, Hey, here's a person we folded in half and then covered in red paint. They're going to explode on you. Some of them are like, like we've, we've melted the eyes out of this man and now he's floating around flicking shit at you with telekinesis. It all looks really fucking cool. I really enjoy the look of the game. I really enjoy the feel of the game. Um, yeah, the story is neat so far. Of just this, or just like you finding out more and more about this world, finding out more and more about your place in it, what Polaris is, what they, what this, what beer wanted with your brother. Because I thought for the longest time the game would be, the game would be like, oh yeah, we're yeah, she's gonna try to figure out what happened to her brother, but be real secret about it, about it. But not like two hours into the game, she tells a person like, you're looking for my brother, he was taken by you guys. And the person, to the credit, was like, oh, okay, I'll look up the credit, I'll look up the, I'll look up any info we have on that. Which that was neat. I, I was not expecting that. Uh, the oh old, yeah, oh yeah, that person we abducted. Yeah, sure. I guess I'll tell you about them. Yeah. I mean, this. I mean, the person that you're talking to wasn't there when they kidnapped your brother, because they are the same age as you. At least they look like it. Oh uh, yeah, the only real issue I have with it is like a. It's only enough in a graphical setting because texture pop in is a fucking thing with this goddamn game. It happens so fucking much where you're just running around and all of a sudden, whoop, there's no texture there. Better pause the game and go into graphic settings then exit out of them before I do anything and the texture will pop back in. Which I don't get. It is a very weird issue to have. But apparently I'm not the only one having. People have been complaining about the texture popping for this game since it launched. But the game did very well for itself and, uh, I can see why. I'm very much enjoying my time with it. 
I can still remember the, how bad the texture pop in was for uh, Dragon Age Inquisition when I first played it on the PS3. Why don't you talk a bit about that? Well, I'll be right back to talk about my last game because I really got a fucking piss. Well, uh, pe- texture pop in seems to just be an issue with uh, like that game studio <laughs> because uh, um, oh god, what was it called? Um, Mass Effect uh, Andromeda had like the worst fucking texture pop in you fucking could. Yeah, because like they're just not things, great about stuff like, like you'd that. finish a cutscene and then the the texture would finish loading. Um, the same was true for Dragon Age Inquisition. Like I'd be halfway through a cutscene and then it'd be like, "Oh, you wanted texture? Okay, here you go." Whenever <laughs> it was I played ridiculous. on, whenever I played on PS3, there'd always be a thing where, uh, like, I'd load an area and then I'd just be stuck while it was like half loading. I was in this weird dimension of like half loaded polygons. Uh, yeah. for, li- for like two minutes before finally it's like okay we got every last bush in here okay you can move now uh, my absolute favorite moment um, I was it was in Dragon Age Inquisition on the PS3 and I walked up to a character and started talking to them and neither of the characters loaded but I could hear the voices so I just guessed who I was talking to because I couldn't remember <laughs> <laughs> and eventually it did pop in and I was like, oh, I was right. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Unreal Engine. By the way, last game, uh, Last of Us Part 2. The reason we are recording the day we are recording. Oh, no. Yeah, so Last of Us Part 2. Uh, yo, did you like The Last of Us? No. Oh, you won't like Last of Us Part Two. Okay. I mean, I've heard I've heard nothing but horror stories about Part Two. So you've heard nothing but horror stories from the people who saw the uh, who saw the uh, leaks. Oh, are the leaks wrong, or are they just bad out of context? No, they're right. But just people got really mad about it for some reason. So the leaks that happened, um, I'm I feel like I'm fine saying some of them because uh, the game. I, I'm like I'm like three hours in and they've already happened. Like the game is out now. Yeah. So the leaks are uh, Joel, the main character of the first game, uh, dies. Oh, how shocking. Yeah, he is brutally murdered by the other character you play as. Because you play as Ellie and another character. That character being Abby, uh, a trans woman who has reasons for hunting Joel that we will get into later. What I mean by that is later in the game. But spoilers. Yeah, and so people were really pissed off, like, oh, you're gonna fuck, oh, you're just gonna fucking, like, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 2, what's your piece of shit? And, like, pointing back to, like, like their, their motivation is revenge, and it's a lot of, there's a lot of people, like, pointing to this idea that in the first game, Tess, a major secondary character, until she isn't. Uh, was originally going to be an antagonist who would like hunt Joel down throughout the country, but they were like, "That's not realistic." Like, but then with this one, Joel has a city he is regularly in, and they like like a hard location house, so it's a bit easy. So it's a bit more understandable that people hunt him down there. No, completely not realistic. Can't kill off my favorite character. But yeah, he gets fucking murdered brutally uh, with a golf club in front of Ellie. Because, you know, they need to fucking traumatize her more. And the game is uh, Ellie and her 
I guess now girlfriend Dina uh, going on a cross country road trip to find the people who killed Joel and kill them all. Revenge. A dish best served. No. Yeah, and there's apparently also a homophobic cult in this. Oh, fucking Christ. And people were like, and that was, and that caused the response of, get your politics out of my zombie story. Which, to anybody who said that and meant it, have you not seen a zombie story? That's what... Dude, zombies. they've been saying that since De- uh, Dawn of the Dead, actually. That's, that's what zombie stories are. Zombies are never... like A zombie story is never just a zombie story. Zombies are a metaphor for something. Be it communism, consumerism, fucking military, whatever. And then and the, and the actual problem that happens is the people. People are the real monsters. That's, that's what zombie stories are. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've seen a couple zombie movies where the point is just, oh no, the zombies are killing everyone. Yeah, well, those are dumb. This, the, the, the things that are t- the things that are touted as like smart zombie movies, like the George A. Romero stuff, they usually have a point, even if accidentally. Like like George A. Romero in the '60s did not think it was a big idea to have a black main character, which is why he is a great man. Yeah, yeah, like it was like they weren't even thinking about it. like like just some white dude comes up and is like, "Hey, we need to do this," and the black guy's like, "Shut the fuck up, you dumbass!" And no one thought it was a big di- no one thought it was a big deal. Oh no! A ton of people thought it was a big deal. George A. Romero didn't think it was a big deal. Like, I remember, I remember, like, uh, like it was George, like, interview George A. Romero, and I think like Tom Savini was involved too. And they said they, and they said like at the time they did not think it was a big deal, or did not realize what a big deal, what a what a big of a deal it was at the time. They're like, yeah, that's what the characters would do. And they looked at the footage and it's like, oh, he's black. We gonna get in trouble? Well, shit. <laughs> it's too late to change now. But no, with Last of Us 2, uh, it is, there are some like very small changes, at least from what I've seen so far in terms of like gameplay, because gameplay is largely the same. It is still like, you know, you are scavenging for stuff. You're crafting your own med kits or crafting Molotov cocktails using the same ingredients you use to make fucking health kits. Uh, shooting feels the same. Uh, the weapon, like the, 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 the I don't want to say radial wheel because it's not a radial wheel. The the item menu on the D-pad is the same. It's all, it's all had like a, you know, a graphical upgrade in, so it looks a bit sleeker. But it all plays largely the same. Uh, the biggest differences, I would say, that I've noticed at least, is you can now grab enemies from the front for a stealth kill. Which you couldn't in the last game. I've been playing it, and I cannot tell you how many times I've hidden around a corner, wait for someone to come around the corner, go to grab them, and can't because they're looking at me. But in this one, yeah, even with just like regular zombies, I'm able to just like run up in front of them, grab I'm like, and as long as they haven't seen me, I'm able to fucking grab one and then just stick them. Uh, combat has also gotten a bit more, get uh, a bit more in depth as it now has a dodge button, which you didn't have before. It still doesn't work super great because like because like in melee combat it locks you off like one on one kind of thing, but if there are five clickers on your ass. Can't exactly do much about that. 
uh, melee weapons feel like they've got a bit more impactful. They still have a. It still is bizarre that a, that a, a solid steel crowbar can only hit someone four times before it snaps in half. But with that, it does feel like the hits hit a lot harder. Uh, listen mode is still there, and that has gotten less useful because now it just highlights where enemies are and not what direction they're facing, like with like with like uh, like the outline, like it did in the first game. Now it's just a blob. Is that a person? It sounds like a person. I think that might just be a clicker. <laughs> Well, dang old clickers. Yeah. Well, let's find out. Molotov cocktail. Woo. Boom. And yeah, like uh, the game looks fucking incredible. Which it kind of has to. It's we're like end life cycle the PS4. It needs to look fucking great. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, I'm only like two hours in so far, so I haven't gotten a whole lot of. I haven't. I've gotten a whole lot to, like to actually say about it so far, but so far. It plays like The Last of Us, which I liked. So, let's been playing then. On to news. And speaking of the end of the PS4 lifecycle, uh, Sony had their big PlayStation 5 reveal event thing. Woo! Yeah, it looks kind of dumb looking. It looks like a router designed by yeah, Alienware. I kind of hope that it's still capable of laying on its side. Otherwise... I need a new entertainment system when I get it. <laughs> yeah, so the, so the PS5, they, they had their big announcement event as well as the reveal of what the PS5 actually fucking looks like. Uh, they did not announce any kind of price, though. But since then, um, some retailers have kind of like leaked and shown uh, stuff. Like I think, a, I think like a Paris Amazon page showed up having a price on it, which showed the PS5 uh, disc version of the console having a having a price of around like 500 and then the, the low and the no disc drive has around 400 hmm. that's about what i expect yeah because yeah that was the big reveal there were there are two ps5s that will be available at launch the ps5 and the ps5 digital edition which is to say the digital edition has no disc drive because they want to push things toward a wholly digital experience that way they can control the prices forever and get all no. the money. Yep. Which is why you really shouldn't buy the digital only edition. You should not. It's like it's like I mean, it's they, like the PSP Go. I, I was gonna say they tried it with the PSP Go, and uh, yeah, did not work. I I mean the PSP didn't work. Yeah, the PSP didn't general. work. Well, no, actually, the, I mean, so the PSP kind of worked. The PS Vita really didn't work. And then they also announced with this some games. Like the brand new video game Grand Theft Auto Five, the long anticipated sequel to Grand Theft Auto Five, Grand Theft Auto Five. This game came out in 2013. Why is it leading a PS5 event? Uh, can we talk about Kingdom Hearts instead? <laughs> uh, no, because it was, that, 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 that was not actually part of this. I know, and it's really annoying because fucking Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I mean, we're getting so much Kingdom Hearts content this year. It's ridiculous. We are? Dude, have you not heard? 
No, I guess I'm. There's have like something. three games that have been announced. One is a I, like one is probably going to be into the cell phone game, uh, like Union Cross. One is a rhythm game, and the other one I don't know about. Oh no, rhythm game. Oh, two two new Kingdom Hearts games will arrive later this year. I'm getting yeah. flashback. I'm getting flashbacks but to the ice cream mini game. Three were announced. I'm pretty sure three were announced. Uh, so there's a expansion to Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. I thought that was a separate game. Nope, expansion pack to Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, a mobile, a new mobile game with the same art style of Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, which is like looks like card playing. Uh, it is called Kingdom Hearts Union Dark Road. Yeah, okay, yeah. So okay, so the third game that I heard about must be the expansion. Yeah, and then uh, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, which is a rhythm game featuring Kyrie. Yep. Everyone's favorite character. I was going to say, they finally they're finally going to give her some lore. They're finally going to give her some lore and they pick a rhythm game. Yep. Hell yeah, brother. I got it. It's like they're trying to anger people. So anywho, the games revealed at the PlayStation 5 event uh, include Spider-Man, Miles Morales, the launch game. Because this game will be launching holiday 2020 alongside, uh, presumably alongside the PS5. Sequel to 2018's uh, massively fucking successful uh, Spider-Man game. You will now take on Miles. You now play as Miles Morales, who picks up the webs. Uh, Gran Turismo Seven shocked no one. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, a brand new Ratchet and Clank game, which will feature uh, dimension hopping, and is the tech demo for their reduced load times. Yeah, because uh, in in the gameplay demo, uh, we see them like jumping from dimension to dimension, which is entirely different environments, with like minimal loading times, like at most two seconds. Wow, that's actually impressive. Yeah, it actually really is. Uh, Square Enix was there with a tech demo, featuring nothing of note. Uh, Stray, a new game from Annapurna Interactive, which will be. Which will be uh, it's a, it's a it's a future game set in a world where there are no humans, only robots, but there are still cats. You're playing as a cat. Your cat has a backpack. It's adorable. Uh, there's Returnal, the worst name for a potentially interesting game. Uh, developed by Housemark, uh, it's a game where a uh, where a person is crash landed on an alien planet, and they have to, and every time they die, things reset to a specific point. Except the planet kind of changes a bit. So it's just this person reliving their death over and over again, trying to make it to the center of the planet and figure out what the fuck's going on. Oh, there is a sack boy, a big adventure. Guess- Wait, another. Is this the same Sackboy from the uh, Little Big Planet games? Yes, it is. Oh. But this is not a Little Big Planet game. This is Sackboy, a big adventure. I don't know why, I don't know why the separation, but it's it's happening. Okay. Uh, Next up, Destruction All-Stars, a demolition derby, but like Fortnite... I guess I don't know. Uh, Kina, Bridge of Spirits, a 
platforming-ish discovery kind of thing with like some combat elements and you control like these weird little Pikmin looking Pikmin motherfuckers. Like they're these tiny little black spirits that just kind of look adorable. And it was the entire selling point of the trailer. Uh, Goodbye Volcano High, a hand-drawn, presumably visual novel-esque game uh, focusing on a bunch of dinosaur people as they graduate high school. And presumably when the meteor hits. Uh, Odd World Soulstorm, a game I am very interested in. Uh, Odd World Soulstorm is a sequel to uh, Odd World's New and Tasty. And it is a it is a reimagining of Abe's Exodus, a game from 1998. I was gonna say, wow, it's really going back. Yeah, uh, yeah, essentially, yeah, like a Odd World inhabitants have essentially taken to taking old games, the old games that they made, and then making them better. Which, yeah, that's neat. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo shown off a uh, E3 last year. Uh, and it was, it kind of got the world fucking on fire because one of the developers on it is really cute. Cute, you say? Yes. I don't care, you say. But yeah, it's a it's a game by a Tango Gameworks. Uh, they are uh, Shinji, Shinji Mikami Studio. And yeah, it's fucking supernatural in Japan and stuff, and you do fucking do. All kinds of ghost shit. It's the first person game. Showed us some of the gameplay in the, in the thing. You can check that out. Um, I am kind of just kind of blazing through these because, you know, I could I could have spent a lot of time taking down notes talking about this thing, but it would have just been this anyway. Uh, Jet the Far Shore, a game that was shown off absolutely none at all. Because it's that just, means it's going to be the best game of the year. It's being developed by Super Brothers. Uh, next, Godfall. It's a, it's a Gearbox if game. That's not a James Bond game. Nope, it's a game from Gearbox. You, you, Sounds like James Bond games. You got a James Bond game. You got a bunch of, you got a bunch of like old god dudes, but they're all wearing power armor. Are they falling? Uh, sometimes. Okay. It looks, it looks, it looks just kind of like a character action game. Uh, Solar Ash, new game for the creators of Hyperlight Drifter. It, uh, it looked neat. Uh, Hitman Three, the next Hitman game in the latest Hitman series, it's gonna be coming out on PS Five. Um, I've always wanted to get into those games, but I never was able to like really get into them. You never wanted to creatively murder people. No, I have. I just kind of haven't. Take note, FBI. He said he hasn't yet. Okay. Haven't yet. You, you don't get to arrest him until he actually admits to having done it. Exactly. Uh, so. From there, Astro's Playroom. Do you remember the Playroom? The tech demo that used the used the PS4 camera and had those weird little robot things in it. No. Okay, so there was so there was this thing called the Playroom on the PS4 when it launched, which was these weird little which was a weird little camera thing, these weird little robots in it. 
And you were like, hit buttons the controller, and they would go, or some shit like that. They were essentially trying to make a new mascot. Uh, so those things are going to get video game. Why? Because Sony made them. Sony's <sighs> hoping they'll get really popular. Yep. Because minions are a thing, and everybody wants their own minions. Exactly. I really don't. Every company wants their own minions. Okay, there you go. Is every corporation wants their own minions. Uh, moving on from there, Little Devil Inside. Uh, Little Devil Inside, it's a very unique looking game. It's like this very uh, like stylized, artistic style like aesthetic to it that I really enjoyed. Uh, and it appears that you play as some kind of like someone who works for, like this old man, old rich man, and you spend your time hunting monsters for him. They didn't show off that a whole actually lot. sounds fun. <laughs> they didn't show off a whole lot more than that, but it looked really neat. Uh, NBA 2K21. Oh, his face is so sweaty. Look I'm at the sweat. Oh, is that one of the things that they were like, look at how accurate it is. Yes. <laughs> Plebeians. <laughs> Uh yeah, so from there, bug snacks. From the creators I'm of sorry? Yeah, bug snacks. From the creators of Octodad. Oh Lord. A game where you eat a game where various bugs and critters are snacks. Like there's a like there's a bug that is a hamburger. Or a bug that is a strawberry. Or like a or like some kind of weird centipede that is a banana or something like that. Um are they trying to like educate you on the fact that, you know, bugs are a potential source of nutrition or just weird gross out humor? Not gross out humor, it's adorable. And then a weird uh like like a fabricy looking walrus eats one of them and then grows a strawberry head. I don't know. From the Octodad people, they're weird. Uh, from there, uh, Demon Souls is getting remastered. The original Souls game is getting the fucking up-res treatment coming to PS5. Deathloop. A game shown at, Arca- a game shown at uh, E3 2019. It looks really fucking cool. Uh, it is a game where you're playing as one of two assassins trapped in a time loop. Yeah, try to so keep. let's do the time warp again. Yeah, every yeah. So every time you every time you so it's so it's you and so yeah, it's two assassins. Uh, each one of them are trying to kill the other, and whenever they whenever they successfully kill someone, the time loop resets, but they remember it. So so the person who got so the person who got killed, they now know the plan of the person who killed them. So then they're able to set up an, so they're able to set up, set up a counter plan, which then does the same for them. It's just over and over and over again. And then as that's also happening, uh, the entire, every inhabitant on the island also wants to kill you. That is very interesting. But they don't know about the time loop. That is very, very, that is, that is an interesting concept. Yes, it's from Arcane Studios, the folks who did uh, Dishonored. Ah, so I know they can execute interesting concepts. Yes. Uh, from there, a game that no one knew what it was until they revealed it, and then everyone started screaming. 
So it's like just, so it's like starts out with like just a shots of forest, creepy books, uh, creepy stuffed animals and shit. Some woman reading like some old folk tale. This old like weird, uh, like like Europeanish village. And then it has you know village shows up in big letters, and then V I L L, those get highlighted because it's Resident Evil Eight. Resident Evil Eight has werewolves. Here, let me summon my enthusiasm. People fucking freak the dick out of this. Whoa. Like, I wasn't one of them because I don't like horror games. But Resident Evil 7, from what I saw, was actually a very needed breath of fresh air for that franchise. And so now this appears to be carrying on that with the same style of first-person gameplay, the same emphasis on horror over action, and the same ridiculousness of having fucking werewolves. Because they're like werewolves. Let me let me show my enthusiasm. Whoa! You were showing about that level for the entire show, so it's fine. Uh, next from there, the hey, most, I was excited when I talked about VR. Yes, next from there, the most Japanese fucking game I've ever goddamn seen in my entire fucking life. Something James, something Alex would play. Uh, potentially, it's from Capcom. Oh no! And yeah, it's a man in a spacesuit uh, walking down the street of New York as shit is being pulled into the sky. Then all of a sudden a young girl, like a young like blonde child, the kind that Jimmy would be terrified of, uh, shows up, holds his hand. The two of them are then sucked into the sky and suddenly he's on the moon staring down at the planet where the little girl is also standing on the moon. No spacesuit, totally fine because she's a robot. I was like, this sounds like an, this sounds like an American game up until that moment. Pragmata. Yeah. yeah. What's it called? Pragmata. Okay. It's coming in 2022. And then finally, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. The sequel to Horizon Bend Dawn, the return of Aloy. Uh, A new plague has begun begun killing local wildlife and shit, and she is going to go find out what the fuck problem is. Who wants to bet it's robots? Uh, I'm going to bet that it's the evil robot from the last game. There's one for robots. Man, that was the PS5 event. Uh, overall, I mean, I'm getting a PS5. Yeah, I'm going to get a PS5 probably a year after it's come out. I'll probably be getting it to launch because I'm an idiot. But anyway, uh, from there, uh, we then move on to the EA Live event. Oh, no. Which was very, very weird. Well, not weird, just kind of awkward. You know, like these things usually are. Uh, so, hosted by Greg Miller. They just went through a bunch of shit they're doing. Um, they talked a bit about Apex Legends. Uh, as well as their new event coming in Apex Legends, uh, Lost, Lost Treasures, which will be, from the looks of it, uh, PvE. Player vs. Environment as opposed to Player vs. Player. Which, that's neat. Um, Star Wars Squadrons. The latest Star Wars flying game that people have been fucking dying for. Uh, from the looks of it, uh, or at least from the sounds of it, uh, the game is going to be a single player game, the single player campaign where you pilot one, where you pilot all five types of ships 
and then multiplayer only. Who's that? I don't know. Look neat. I like I like flyers. Uh, yeah, the, this this one uh, is not listed in any order because you know, fuck it. Who cares? It's EA. <laughs> Uh, the big well, you, you could mention a Mass Effect game, and I'd be all attention. Uh, Mass Effect's dead. Shut up. Uh, the biggest, Mass Effect never, never again. The biggest announcement of the show, which was also the weakest announcement of the show, um, Skate is a development of a new game. Uh, you guys yeah, might not. Skate was the Skate games were pretty fun. You guys might not know this, but for a couple of years, uh, everyone who went to the EA EA Instagram uh, the EA uh, Instagram page. Uh, every comment was Skate 4. Really? Yes. Why? Because people wanted Skate 4. But no, you, 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 you go there and like on no matter what the post was, a significant portion of the comments would be some variation on Give Me Skate 4. And like they, they mentioned in the in like the announcement for this uh, that that like this game was commented into existence. That's never good. They also never, they also didn't actually say what the game was. They just said, Hey, skates back. Is it skate four? <laughs> you know, what would actually be uh, hilarious what? if they're like, this game's been commented into existence and it's just a remaster of skate one. <laughs> <laughs> we upscaled the graphics. That's the only change we made. <laughs> Still feels like yeah. shit. Fuck you. Anyway, it plays like shit, but look at the sweat. Yeah, uh, from there, uh, FIFA man, we got the new ones. They're so sweaty. Uh, EA Originals. They did a big thing showing off uh, their hey we hey we 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 fund indie games. Uh, some of them, the the ones they showed off were Rocket Arena. A 3v3 hero shooter where everyone has rocket launchers. Woo. Uh, it, it, it Takes Two, the newest game from uh, Joseph Ferris and Hazelight, the folks that did uh, A Way Out. And Brothers of Tale of Two Sons, I believe. It's a co-op action adventure platformer. Where a young girl going through a going through a painful divorce for her parents uses two dolls to ho- help cope with it, and slowly goes insane, plotting the murder of her parents. Probably, which is me. And then Lost in Random, uh, a game where you play as a girl going through a land with the center of which is a D twenty, being helped by a sentient D six. What? Yep, it's new game from the folks at Zoink. Called Lost and Random. You, you have a you have a sentient die that follows you around. I, I heard you the first time. I'm just confused by this concept. Yep. Oh, uh, they also announced that a uh, bunch of bunch of games from EA will be coming to Steam. You know, leaving Origin, including The Sims and Titanfall Two. Uh bunch of switch a bunch of games will be headed over to the switch the fuck you saying that is actually confusing to me yeah i don't know like ea like being like yeah well we're just gonna partner up with steam now 
after all of this. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, oh, and also, the other big thing they're pushing is uh, cross-platform play. Pretty soon, all their games will be cross-platform. You'll be able to play Apex Legends on your PC with someone playing on their console. Cool. And then any games going forward, they're also probably going to be they're also going to be doing more. Uh, they're going to be like kind of putting more uh, focus on crossplay, which ultimately is good. Like we may not care about the individual games that do it, but more people being able to play more games together is good. Yeah, that is very good. Are we sure about that? You sure you, sure you want those uh, filthy console peasants in your PC gaming? It's fine. Dude, I'm like, <laughs> I have always laughed at the people who are like, PC gaming for life. When I'm like, you get your shit like a year after all of the other guys get it. And it, you often gripe about the low quality of the port. <laughs> Why won't you just get a console? <laughs> you just want to play all my PS4 games anyway. Because, you know... Well, so well, consoles are also trash. Like, I, I have a console. Yeah. I have a PS4, and I could be getting a PS5. Consoles can suck. Yeah, no, I, I mean, agree. I mean, but my consoles are better than my computer at this point. My, my favorite thing is people bitching about the, the PC ports from console. It's like, you begged for it. Get over yourself. Well, console exclusivity is also a bad thing. Yeah, it is. It really is. But... Like, I'm basically ripping on the people who, like, beg for the PC port and then gripe about it. Because I have a, I have a, it pisses me off when I have a friend who's like, yeah, PC, I do have a friend who's like, PC is the better console for everything. I mean, look at all the games I, and I'm like, you mean the games that you got for free on Steam because nobody actually thinks you should pay for that, have to pay for that crap? Or do you mean the console ports that you constantly griped me about because, their crap and you're mad about it. Like what was the he's still he's still salty about Saints Row 2. He is and he know he he knows I'm talking about him. <laughs> like I'm gonna message him. Yeah, you should listen to our next podcast because I griped about you. <laughs> <laughs> well I can um, I can understand the thing with that. Like it like like for one like like hey this game's coming to, this game's coming to fucking PC. Alright, sick. Oh it's broken. Yeah, that's a problem. Yes, but my problem is the people who hound developers for ports and then get mad. They get mad that the ports are bad? Because they shouldn't be? I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, guess I'm not like, I'm, I guess I'm not like fully understanding one side of your argument or whatever. I don't know. Let's move on from there. Uh, yeah, uh, an Xbox event happened earlier uh, that we didn't cover, but I don't really care. As someone who's worked at a game store, stop naming naming your consoles like more. Yeah, look look at the That's PlayStation. The only opinion I have. Look at the PlayStation. It's simple. PlayStation one, two, three, four, five. It's simple. But then you got the Xbox with the Xbox, Xbox three hundred and sixty. Xbox One, Xbox One X, Xbox One S. Honestly, it's the Xbox One where they started train wreck. Because <laughs> it should have been the Xbox 720. 
<laughs> More like Xbox 420. I'm sorry, I don't do narcotics, so I don't quite get the joke. Of course you don't, you fucking narc. But no, like the idea is the number should the number should go bigger. Or at least make sense. Yeah. And now they have the Xbox Series X. And given that I sold people the one X, I actually like one of the things that I had someone ask me, this was after I'd stopped working at the store. I had someone ask me, wait, you guys already have the next Xbox? And I was like, uh, I don't work here anymore. Oh, but you, but can you tell me about the new Xbox? And I was like, that's not the new Xbox. <laughs> yeah. So, it's technically, like, it's technically the so new confused. X. It's, it's technically the new Xbox in that it is recently released, but it's not the new one. Yeah. They thought it was the series X. And I was like, no, that's the one X, which was a pile of garbage system. And you shouldn't be looking at Xbox anyway. <laughs> and he was like, Hey, you sh- no, it's my favorite console. You shouldn't be. I'm like, I don't work here. I can tell you the yeah. truth. Just get a, just get a PC. Everything, everything comes on Xbox on PC anyway. Yeah, and honestly, you're probably going to spend less buying one PC than seven Xboxes because you have to keep upgrading for the graphical fidelity. Mm, Xbox, Xbox. I, I, I remember, I remember like so hard getting an Xbox 360, like just like dying to get one. And I finally got one, and then like that console actually lasted me like ten years, and then I haven't put, touched an Xbox thing since. Yeah, uh, my first, uh, the first console I ever bought that I personally bought was an Xbox 360. Uh, and I bought it for Mass Effect. And, like, I still have it. And the only reason I turn it on is to play the good Mass Effect games. <laughs> <laughs> we only have new ports available on PC. Yeah, I'm actually debating getting them. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I can retire that console entirely. Like, I kept my PS3 around to play certain PS2 games. And with Persona 4 Gold coming to Steam, I get to retire my PS3. <sighs> anyway, new releases wise, it's Last of Us Part Two. That's about it. Thank you for joining us. We will be back at some point. More of this shit. Oh, I got a new video coming to the coming to the YouTube's where it's the first hour of Last of Us Part Two. Oh boy! Don't know what to call it, but it's called it a video thing. And then we have a regular run of all the stuff we're doing. It's going to be fun. We're getting back into the swing of things. I'm getting back into the swing of things. I'm so tired. We're trying to be professional. I'm wearing pants this time. That makes one of us. Until all that stuff, though, I'm dead. I'm Cave. And I'm me. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Have a wonderful time.